from the Hep Roofing Studios. We want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Let's just do it, okay? It's game day and time for Red Rebel football on the Junk Beat Gone Game of the Week. If you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Beat Gone. These fine young men in red and black are about to write another chapter in the story tradition of Maryville High School football. So tell Mama and them to get set for the kitchen tune-up pregame show. And look out, because here come those Rebels on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Let's go! And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from the home of the Red Rebels, Skeeter Shield Stadium for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tuna pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels host the reigning 5A state champs and the Rebels of Knoxville's West High School. The West Rebels come into tonight 3-0, wins over Bearden, Clinton, and Farragut. The Red Rebels sitting 2-1, looking to rebound as they come off their first loss of 2023, last week at the hands of Bradley Central. Can the Red Rebels prove to be the best Rebels here in 2023? We're about to find out. But as we look to preview tonight's matchup, Mr. Metz, how about those Rebels? Tonight, Wayne, you ready? Always. Always ready. Back home, it's hard not to reminisce and use a little Brooks and Dunn singing about that Red Rebel dirt road. I was raised off of Old Cedar Street, out past where Mountain View wins. That's where I first saw Babley. On that field picking Hail Marys. That fall we hit a corner in our soul going down that red rebel dirt road. As Coach Waters would say, go Maribel, baby. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, as as Coach Waters would say, there's water on on Jim Renfro Field here tonight. Uh, been a little bit in a weather delay as we entered the stadium. Actually had to clear it out. Actually just started letting people in at 620. So there will be some delay in kickoff. But there will be no delay here in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. We're just going to extend it. It's going to be the uh, the after party, if you will, for the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Going to have a little extra here for you. Going to talk about the rivalry a little bit. Going to talk about what we learned from Bradley Central. And then ultimately what we're expecting here from the Knox West Rebels coming in to Skeeter Shield Stadium. Again, we're the home team. Got to feel good being back at home. So I'm excited to see what we can do. Yeah, the faithful are shuffling in through the Aaron Douglas gates and down past the Don Story building. Game time temperature around 82 degrees. We thought those storms were going to miss us. It should finish around 75 degrees and clear on out of here, Wayne. Yeah, we're hopeful that it just uh, just kind of dumps what it needs to and then gets on out of the way. Uh, it was a lightning delay to start with. We have seen some precipitation precipitation that's a word to use precipitation here at at Jim Renfro Field but looks like it is lightening up both teams on the field warming up will be abbreviated in that regard as well but excited to get things going 40 minutes till kickoffs what they're showing on the big jumbo board here at at, uh, Jim Renfro Field so Ben a lot to talk about a lot to unfold we're going to do it in an extended uh, kitchen tune-up pregame show last week though lost to Bradley Central not to be lost is the great play of the one Hutton Jones Hutton uh, had a night really shut down a lot of their big playmakers probably D1 athletes uh, on the Bradley Central roster we were able to do some things with them defensively that really in their first 
two victories of the season had not been allowed. So I think there's a lot of things we can learn from our defense there in the second half, especially got to sit down with Hutton earlier this week for this week's Red Hot Minute. Great interview. Take a listen. And we're pleased to be joined by this week's Red Hot Minute, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mr. Hutton Jones. Hutton, appreciate you taking the time. I know you're you're prepping, getting ready for the Rebels of West High School this week, but thanks for, for sitting down with us. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to, glad to be talking to you. Huge week last week as you, you really on defense shut down that side of the football. A lot of athletes for Bradley Central and a couple uh, big-time hits that we were able to, to get a call on last week, courtesy of Hutton Jones. But uh, this week you're going to be the uh, Red Hot Minute interview. And uh, if you're not aware of what that is, it's a 60-second shotgun-style questions where we're going to ask you just very non-football-related questions to, to teach the Rebel faithful a little bit more about Hutton Jones. Are you ready? Let's do it. The game begins in three, two, one. All right, Hutton, what is one thing you keep in the fridge at all times? Shoot. Um, I love I love cheese sticks. I'm always eating cheese sticks. Probably my favorite snack. Favorite superhero? Batman, easily. Favorite ice cream flavor? Hmm. Probably, probably just chocolate. What is your favorite class in high school, non-sports related? Um, physics class. Favorite holiday movie? Uh, Elf, for sure. If you're ordering a pizza, what is your favorite topic? Um, I like the, the classic pepperoni. For dessert, is it cake or is it pie? It's cake, for sure, without a doubt. In your opinion, who's the most intense coach on staff? Coach Nick White, by far. And what's, <laughs> your, coach. And what's your go-to karaoke song? That's got to be the finish. Go-to karaoke? That's a great question. Um, we'll go with... Uh, um, any mini mighty mo by uh sean kingston nice nice that's uh we've had anything from felice navidad uh, it's, it's been all over the place but that's a really good one there uh but you've outlasted this week's red hot minute again i think we've learned some things about you that i know i didn't know and maybe the faithful didn't know either so hutton appreciate you you being a good sport with it and uh Again, got a big game this week. The West Rebels right. coming to town, but I know inside Skeeter Shield Stadium, uh, nobody wants to come play the Maryville Rebels. That's right. We'll be uh, we'll be ready to go. Awesome. Appreciate it again. This interview has been brought to you by Underground Connection. If you need underground boring and standard trench work is just not in the cards, check out Underground Connections. We're going to take a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a bus to Junk Be Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junk Be Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a bus at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junk Be Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you want gone, give a bus to Junk Be Gone. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. 
the Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel! And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, if you listen to that Red Hot Minute and you don't think Hutton Jones has a future on a microphone, there's something wrong with you. That kid, a great mindset, great uh, point of view, really, uh, the lone returning starter there on that defense. And uh, even though we're talking on the phone, a don't-blink mentality that I just love the way he carries himself. Yeah, at that Bradley game, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game had four tackles, two for lost yardage. At a negative four yards and two pass breakups, but very well spoken. He covers extremely well, doesn't get caught out in space. Likes that movie Elf. Uh, a couple of his hits last week behind the scrimmage. I have to wonder if he quoted the movie saying, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. But, you know, it, it's just, it just speaks to the character of these young men uh, that wear red and black. Uh, it's, just, it's what they, they are developed into. Yeah, football's a big part of this deal. I think they are, they've been doing this for a long time between the feeder programs on up. But at the end of the day, football's going to come to an end. I think Coach Hunt talks about this a lot. And it's that mentality of how you carry yourself beyond the field. And, and, and Hutton's got a good head on his shoulders. Going to go a long way. And we've been fortunate to be around a lot of administrators from Maribel High School as well. A lot of that is the, the administrators, the teachers of this high school. But don't forget those parents. Those parents have raised an excellent young man there. Absolutely, absolutely. Love uh, love the mindset, like I said, Hutton brings to the table. He's warming up out there uh, with his teammates and really pushing the issue, trying to get ready for tonight's matchup. But if you're just joining us in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show, we are a little bit delayed on kickoff here. We did kick off the uh, Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show on time, but there will be an extended version as there was lightning pregame, and so that did delay the, the players getting on the field, getting warmed up, and so we'll have an extended pregame here talking a lot about the Rebels versus the Rebels here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. It may be the last time I say that because for the rest of the night, not to get too confused, they're going to be West and we're going to be the Rebels. I, so, agree, I agree with that. Yeah, I love what's uh, what's going on here. The rain did, did kind of delay us a little bit, so we're going to take a, another break, uh, listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll get right into the Coach Derek Hunt interview, a great one coming off the Bradley Central game and looking ahead to this Knox West matchup. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. 
It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yeah, I'm ready. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tuna pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and Ben. Uh, a great night of football, hopefully, about to be on us here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Had a little lightning delay earlier, and it has pushed back kickoff here at uh, Jim Renfro Field, Skeeter Shield Stadium. But that just means an extended kitchen tune-up pregame show. But if you just joined us, you missed the Red Hot Minute. Hutton Jones knocked it out of the park. But we did have opportunity to sit down with our head football coach, Derek Hunt, talk about the matchup with Bradley Central, what he learned about his team, what he learned about Bradley, and then ultimately what he hopes to carry into this matchup with Knox West. Listen to the coach. And coach, as always, thanks for taking the time to sit down with us, talk a little bit leading up to tonight's matchup. But uh, look back to, to last week, had the matchup with Bradley Central, opened region play down there at their place, an electric environment, no doubt about it. Bradley had a really good football team. Didn't didn't end the way we wanted it to, falling to the Bears 21-13. But you got to love the fight of your defense, got to love what your team brought out of that second half. Uh, what do you take away from last week's loss to Bradley Central? Yeah, obviously, tough one for us. You know, we I don't think there's anybody that watched that game that probably didn't think we were outgunned a little bit. Um, they had some really good athletes over there at speed, and uh, you know, it was a, it was an adjustment for us. It's hard to it's hard to uh, mimic that for our offense and defense. You know, the speed when you're you know when you're working in practice. Um, but I was, you know, really proud of our kids, you know, down 21-3. And, and you know, really, uh, we've been in, we've been on the other side of a lot of those games, and it's so easy for the other team to kind of just mail it in. And that's when the game gets really ugly and the clock starts running and that kind of thing. Uh, but we didn't do that. Despite, you know, more injuries, which, which I kind of feel like we're a little snake bit right now. But 
um, you know, we hung in there and our defense played outstanding in the second half. And we finally got some points on the board. We moved the ball well the whole game, really. Just uh, just couldn't finish in the end zone. And, um, you know, I I, uh, I was really proud of the way we fought, disappointed that, um, you know, that we didn't come away with the win, had the ball had the ball at the end with a chance to, to tie the game. So, I mean, I, that's what we wanted. We wanted a, we wanted a, a close game with a chance to win it at the end. That's exactly what we wanted because we knew that – we knew how good they were and how talented they were. And I think Boone Carter, he's one of the best players I've seen in person. He may be the best. It, it was just super impressive. So, it was not easy. Bradley will football games this season. So, go down there and – all the injuries we've had and the ones we had during the game, I, I was super proud of the way our kids fought. Still wish we'd have won, but we're proud of the way we fought. You know, I think early on, I, I really like the the way the the boys showed up down there. Really, um, that opening possession, win the toss, take the football, and and you you were in in position to score there early and really really set the tone. And just a, a, a penalty pushed us back a little bit, had the field goal attempt. Uh, but I like the mindset. Were, were the guys in good spirits going down there? Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, on the, on the pre, you know, pregame, we always want to try to get a, get a lead. You know, if you, can, if you feel good about your offense, which I do, and felt strong about our plan, and if you can go down there and, and take the ball and go up 7-0, like you would mentioned, um, you just never know what happens in that game, you know. So uh, to, to go in, to get inside the ten, that you know, I think twice, and we had a false start and, and had a holding call that moved us back. Then later in the game, we scored a touchdown in the red zone that got called back as well. And so it's just hard to overcome that stuff, and we've just got to do a better job of cleaning up the small details. But in the second half, let's let's focus on that because I think that's really a bright spot moving forward. Defense shuts out a Bradley Central team that's going to score a ton of points this season. Shut them out in the second half. Maryville outscores Bradley Central in those last twenty-four minutes, ten to nothing. What did you? What was the adjustments there? What did you see from your defense there? I thought Hutton Jones kind of rose to the occasion there, and then I thought guys like Britton Barrett had a great game in the second half, just extending drives and being where you need to be when they needed to be there. Yeah, well, you know, we had some kids step up in the second half, and I think there's. We were talking about it when we got back that night, just the coaching staff, and we've had so many kids on our team that that have never been in a big moment like that, never been in a big game like that. You know, there's a great crowd there Friday night. That's everything you want from a high school football experience. And so it was awesome. At the same time, we, we realized there's a lot of our kids that they've never played in a game like this. First time starting at Maribel, and they've got a couple under their belt, but this is a different when you're going on the road in a region game that you're probably not favored to win. You know, and there's people are going to, people are going to show up to see Maribel lose if they get a chance to. And, um, so, but for them to step up in the second half the way that they did, and you know, like Graham Coulter, who's who's he, you know he came off the bench for Casey Cobble in the second half, and and, and I thought played really well and gave us a chance, you know. So uh, defense was awesome, and and just rallying to the football and making making Bradley earn it, you know. I thought that was really good, and so I mean, there's definitely some bright spots, but unfortunately, the road doesn't get any easier from here. 
Well, you know, last week Smoky Mountain Axe House player of, of the game was the lone returning starter on that, that Rebel defense, Hutton Jones. Uh, he had a really nice night holding down uh, the, the number one, I can't remember his name for Bradley Central, but really holding that kid down uh, in those screen passes and different things. Uh, was Hutton locked in Friday night? Uh, did he bring a lot to the table? He's always locked in, Lane. He, he, he doesn't have bad days, and that's why Hutton's such a great leader for our football team. Yeah, he's a. I will say, post game, you know, anytime we're we're talking uh, to players post a, a you know an adverse situation, you know, I'm I'm always very cautious uh, about emotions and things like that. But I tell you, Hutton was he's mature beyond his years in the way he handled that and the way he really said, you know, there's things we we've got to clean up, there's things we didn't do, but ultimately uh, we've got to learn from this, get better. We've got a long road ahead of us. Yeah, not surprised. He's a great kid. Yeah, absolutely. But turn our turn our heads to this week. Uh, the West Rebels come to Skeeter Shield Stadium. Rebels versus Rebels under the Friday Night Light. It's a it's a storybook thing. A year ago, we were at third place and really was a turning point in our season. As uh, you know, Noah Vaughn goes down last year in this very game, but really, uh, Gage Ledoux rises to the occasion there and and shows us a lot of what's what was to come with him. How big is this game being a non-region game? But how big is this to get? back off the mat well you just want like you said you just want to rebound at home and we knew what we were in for this year and tough really tough schedule and certainly we could go out and try to schedule a bunch of wins if we wanted to but i just don't know what that gets us and i could care less about you know what our record says obviously we want to win every game but at the end of the day i'd rather be playing really well in the playoffs having been tested and know who we can count on and that kind of stuff because that's what it's all about and so you know, whatever we got to do during the regular season, if it means we take loss here and there or, or more, how, whatever. You know, we learned last year that, uh, you know, we can use these regular season games to figure out what we're good at and who we are and and um, learn a lot from them so that we can be playing our best football in the playoffs just like we did last year. So I hope we can do that and want to make a long run. Um, West is such a, really, such a good football team. They lost some good players from last year's group. Uh, but they just reloaded, honestly, and they are super impressive. They play really hard. Coach Lamar Brown does a great job. They've already beaten two region opponents. They've beaten Farragut and Bearden, who, who you know, you'd think would be at the top of our region and will be. So they've beaten two 6-18s, and I think that they have a great shot of repeating this 5A state champs. I think they're a really, really well-coached football team. Obviously, it's going to be a, a more difficult task than them coming to our place. I'm excited about that. But, but Coach, I couldn't, I couldn't echo what you said anymore. You know, sometimes adversity builds championships. There's been a lot of undefeated regular seasons that end in, a, in an early exit in the playoffs, and there's been a lot of multiple loss regular seasons that developed into state championships. So, I think uh, we're, we're well on the course uh, to the ladder. But, but Coach, I, as always, best of luck. I know you're preparing hardcore for, for this Friday night's matchup, and I don't want to take you away from that any longer. But thanks, as always, for sitting down, talking to us, and as always, best of luck to the Rebels. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. This coach's interview has been brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville. The coach's interview here pregame and then also coming out of the halftime locker room. But we're going to listen to some fine sponsors, take a quick break. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Marivel. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at denzocareers.com slash Marivel and start crafting your future today. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 6561-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here from Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, again, the weather looks to have improved here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. We actually saw the sun there just a second ago. Uh, but I'll tell you, that, that interview with Coach Hunt, the, the humble side of Coach Hunt, the realistic side of Coach Hunt, on full display. Love what he what he gave us there. Uh, a lot of good nuggets as far as how he expects to respond from last week's loss and then ultimately what he hopes to see tonight. Yeah, it's 7 o'clock somewhere for all you parrot heads out there. But to, uh, Coach Hunt – you had three drives that should have resulted in touchdowns, and we're still in the game. Bradley came out in the second half, increased penalties, reduced production on offense, stopped scoring. The Red Rebels come out with a backup quarterback, score a touchdown to Britton Barrett, had one that could have been another touchdown to Eli Elkins. Games like that will make you stronger going into the latter part of the season. How about Hutton? Doesn't have any bad days, Wayne. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I had a lot of coaches, and I, I, I just must probably me, but I had a lot of bad days. Uh, yeah. Not not necessarily. I was not to Hutton's level, but but do uh, do appreciate Coach as always giving us that coach's interview. Uh, but Ben, just uh, just a minute ago, a little a little. Uh, delivery of a check there on the football field. Uh, very, very kind of interesting there. It was number 49, Braylon Hall. And uh, what, what was the, the check regarding? It was for a scholarship. It was scholarship money for Braylon. That's awesome. Uh, again, awarded to him here, 50-yard line, Skeeter Shield Stadium. Uh, again, looking to further that education. Got to be appreciative of that. But another thing we learned during the Coach Hunt interview was that we can consume an entire pork platter from Pistol Creek Eats in eight minutes. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a record. 
It's uh, we had a pork sausage platter, and if you if you don't know, you need to know. There'll be a taste of blunt this Thursday. You can find your find out for yourself six to eight this Thursday night. We had pork sausage. Ken had the pulled pork. Uh, Chris had the the pork nachos, and then there's I think there's another option over here that if it doesn't get eat before I leave, I'll try it too. But Pistol Creek Eats your one stop shop for for award winning barbecue. They have been an, a blunt. Taste of Blunt Award winner in the past, and they said they're going to bring out some new tricks this Thursday night to try to get another win. You definitely need to go check them out. The last year we had the spicy sausage with the sauce on the sandwich; it was delicious. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, it's and I don't even know the sauce. It's like McDonald's; it has that secret sauce, but it's it's worth it. Dip it, dunk it, and uh, they've got some uh, apple butter baked beans. If you know, you know, all I can say. But they, they've hooked us up this week, so I want to give a shout-out. Pistol Creek Eats, they'll be at Taste of Blunt this Thursday night, 6 to 8. Check it out. But uh, Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show, looking ahead. Talk with my belly first, now I'll talk with the brain. Uh, Knox West comes into tonight 3-0, and a reigning state champion. Haven't lost in, since 2021 a football game, and they come in pretty loaded. Graduated a ton of kids, but they've still got a lot of playmakers on the roster. Scouting report, like Yogi Berra said, it's like deja vu all over again, Wayne. Similar as Central and Bradley, but different. Single back spread offense designed to work the seams and rely on the line. You'll see multiple receivers and a lot of trust in the senior Hunter Dance to throw deep. Very similar to Heritage and the use of Wesley Deck, similar but different. Marshawn Bowers is the power back, averages 6.2 yards per carry. Remember Frank Johnson, the fourth from Central? Yeah, he was in the same region, Class 5A Player of the Year, and we were able to hold him. Six Horde at receiver, nine receptions for 147 yards and two touchdowns. Dante Strickland for Central had five receptions going into our game for 149 yards and three touchdowns. Maryville D held him to two receptions for 19 yards. And let's be honest, nobody's similar to Boo Carter right now. But on that defense, they'll run that 3-4 with some scary pass rushers. You'll see phantom blitz packages by Wyatt DeRoche up the middle and C.J. Smith on the outside. They have combined for eight sacks on the season. It's going to be a good night, Wayne. It'll be imperative for Maryville to get the ball on the outside to score. Yeah, I think there's going to be a little chess match early on to see what's going to work against this this West defense. Again, as I, I said earlier, from this point forward, Maryville are the Rebels and West will be West. And that's how we're going to call it from here on out. do want to give a shout-out. The the young cheerleaders are out on, on Jim Renfro Field uh, really doing their routine, working out, uh, and really want to give a shout-out to them. Wish I had their names so I could call them each out because they're out there in front of a really nice crowd here, honestly, Post the rain delay, uh, a good crowd here of faithful here at Skeeter Shield Stadium, but the young cheerleaders out there getting ready to do their their routine. Yeah, hours and hours of practice throughout the summer, and here's the end result. Congratulations to those young kids. Yeah, and, and you know, we talk about it with the band at halftime. We'll talk about it again probably today, halftime or during the game. Everybody's got their game time, right? And so for these young ladies, I uh, talked to one of the, the little young ladies. Her dad actually works with us, and he was talking about she's nervous, but I may be more nervous. <laughs> it's, it's when you're a parent seeing your young your young person, your, your son or daughter down there, it's almost worse. Yeah, it's a packed stadium, so there's got to be some anxiety performing in front of all these people, and, and they are doing an exceptional job. I'm very proud of these young ladies. Doing a great job, and the faithful are rewarding them with a, a really nice hand clap, uh, really nice of them to, to kind of reward them that way. But, you know, a lot of things are going well here. The weather has 
has seemed to break here. We're hoping for a, a good night. No wind here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Flag is is kind of just laying down, but we are hoping for a 7:15 kickoff. Again, delayed based on lightning uh, to a 7:15 kickoff. But as people continue to file in, let's take another break. Listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, we'll we'll listen to starting lineup and we'll talk hippies keys to victory right here on the Kitchen Tune Up pregame show 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family-friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. You deserve. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And and without further ado, Ben, we got to jump to the sideline, the one, the only, Chris Hips. Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, fellas, doing good down here. I'm ready to give you a couple of keys if you're ready. I'm ready, but uh, what did you think? Wasn't it great to see those young cheerleaders out there just kind of doing their thing, getting to be on the big stage here on Friday night? Yeah, man, I, I don't know if you saw me from up there, but I was trying to make sure I didn't get in front of one of the like, thousands of cameras right behind me. I mean, what an amazing experience. Big smiles they had on their face. Absolutely, but uh, I know you've got some additional duties here tonight as we're, we're kind of, again, partnering with NFHS here on the home games, and so you'll be part of the coin flip, so wanted to kind of change it up. We do need to hear the hippies' keys to victory, and again, this is brought to you by Underground Connections. Yeah, fellas, so tonight's big uh, keys to me, first and foremost, got to 
uh, move on from last week. I know it was a tough, hard-fought loss, uh, but I love the effort in the second half. I mean, that defense was lights out against a really good Bradley Central uh, offense. Uh, secondly for me tonight is got to prevent the big plays. Uh, last week, Boo Carter just destroyed us with a lot of plays, of just juking, jiving, and made plays that should have been maybe a five-yard gain into the 30, 40 touchdown plays. Uh, lastly on this one is got to find that passing game. As we saw last week with Bradley Central, they uh, stacked the box. They did not uh, dare us to throw it on them this, per se. Uh, you know, eight guys in the box wanting to stop the run, stop Price Davis. So we got to find that receiving, uh, spread this game open, and, of course, hopefully get some big plays against West tonight. Absolutely. Chris, we'll come to you early and often, hopefully, tonight. But, again, good luck with the, the coin flip. Be good luck for the Red Rebels. Thanks, fellas. Hippie's always ready with those keys. Don't dwell on the don't dwell on the past, but learn from it. Last week was a tale of two halves. Weston Coach Brown are very similar to Bradley and Coach Floyd. Need to win the battle on the O line and create balance. By six Horton Bowers. Heritage third quarter. Wesley Deck hits Dylan Burgess for 27 yards and Zach Davidson for 21. Both result in the nears only 14 points. Fourth quarter central Frank Johnson. Runs for 17 yards to set up the sole touchdown for the Bobcats. Boo Carter, 61-yard receiving touchdown. Bowers last week had a 73-yard rushing touchdown and a 93-yard kickoff return. Kick it to the Don Story building. Six Horde had the game winner against Bearden. Look for that bubble route. Find some passing yards to open up the run. Against Bradley, we had 40 yards passing going into the halftime. At the end of the third quarter, we had 40 yards passing. The defense has got to step up tonight, but we got to get that passing game going. Yeah, I think all are great points. Really and truthfully, I, as I always say, don't let a, a game beat you twice. You know, let let that be last week. Let, let uh, you, you know, Labor Day weekend come and go, and then ultimately come out here, go to work, and knock off a really good opponent here tonight. Uh, but a lot to be had. The Marching Red Rebels are on Jim Renfro Field, so we may be getting ready for the National Anthem. We're going to keep an eye out for that. But as we do, I uh, do want to recognize our sponsors. Listen in, in during the breaks. All these great businesses locally support us, support Maryville High School. So get out and support those, those businesses because, really, we can't do it without them. Yeah, we have so much support, not only from the administration, but these sponsors in the community. So thank you very much. I want to give a shout-out uh, also how you can catch us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter. It's Rebel Radio underscore MHS. Follow us. We kind of give updates throughout the week. Obviously, share any great things that the, the guys are doing or the ladies. Uh, we share any sport, positive thing that we can find uh, related to Red Rebels. So always follow us there. And then, again, on home games, follow us on NFHS Network. It's a small subscription that does benefit the school, and you can see it and hear it. I hope that's a good thing. But uh, you can also watch the games through the NFHS Network. We've partnered with them, and obviously AV teacher Paul Bristol in his rookie season. Uh, we, are, we are excited to be part of that, that growth and then ultimately ready to get going here tonight. Yeah, Wayne, we bleed red and black just like the faithful out there, and there's many avenues to get in touch with us. Use those avenues, and let's go. Absolutely, but as the Red Rebel marching band is on the field, they're doing the the cheer for the fans. There's a lot of a lot of fans here, Ben. You know, they didn't allow fans in the stands until 20 after six, so 49 minutes ago. And really and truthfully, you, you would have thought they left them open the entire time. Yeah, just like at the Bradley game, the faithful show up and they're packing the stands. 
Absolutely. So I'm thinking we're getting close to the national anthem. I do want to give uh, uniform combinations, but waiting on West to get out here. Rebels are in a uh, a familiar site here at Jim Renfro Field. But uh, but Ben, let's take a quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll have national anthem, and then we'll have uniform combos leading up to the kickoff right here from Jim Renfro Field, 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. As we come back, let's go to the Marching Red Rebel Marching Band for our national anthem. Can't say enough about the Marching Red Rebel Marching Band. Really uh, been a great rendition of our national anthem. Can't be more proud of those young men and women. But as we set up for the uh, the coin toss, uh, let's jump to one more quick break. We'll come back with coin toss, uniform combo, and kickoff here from Skeeter Shield Stadium. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and operated. We're part of your community. And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, at 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Let's jump quickly to the Stevenson Tire starting lineup. First on the defense, defensive line will be Sam Young, Bryce Goins, and Jack Carter, your defensive front. Linebackers Matthew Covert, 
Number 11, Hunter Olivet, Mason Ball, and Caleb Reeves. The backside bandit, Hutton Jones, Royal Curtis, Zeke McCoy, and Nolan White will be the defensive backs, a unit that will need to have a good night here tonight against West. Offensive line will be Ryan Henry, the sophomore, making a start here tonight. Alex Boyd on the left tackle. Owen Steffes, right guard. Henry Chambers, left guard. And the center, Logan McGlamory. And the wide receivers will be Britton Barrett, Charlie Manu, and the slash will be Zeke McCoy. H-back tight end will be Eli Elkins. And running back, number one, Price Davis. Your quarterback tonight making his first start in red and black will be number 15, Graham Coulter. How about Britton Barrett last week? Leads the team in receiving yards. Caught a 33-yard bomb from Coulter in the fourth quarter of that Bradley game. Look for him to be a big playmaker tonight. I think absolutely is the case. But as they're out there on the coin flip, let's go down uh, to the words. So I've got this coin. It's going to be heads. The helmets will be tails. The, the ball player will be heads. Okay. He's going to call him Kyle. What do you call What do you want to call him? Heads. You want to defend the clock, correct? You want to defend the clock, you turn it. We'll quickly get back down to Chris, but looks like looks like Maryville has won the toss and again wants the football. So thanks to Chris for being out there and for that bass drum. Really, uh, he keep the beat. I'll just tell you that. It got me fired up. But uh, the uniform combinations for tonight's matchup: the Rebels will be in the home black uniforms, white numerals trimmed in red, white and red stripes on either shoulder pad and on either hip, and the traditional black Red Rebel helmet with red Rebel script. West will come in in their road whites, white football pants, white jerseys with red and blue stripes on either shoulder. Blue numerals looks like with a slight trim of red. And their traditional West helmet, navy, red center stripe, and a white W on either side. I love the Marable uniform combo. Like Johnny Cash said, the man in black. Yeah, it's a, it's a good look. It's intimidating, especially when you're the home team. But those team captains earlier for the coin flip for West was number 44, C.J. Smith, number 8, Corey Person, number 15, Ryan Scott, and number 11, Hunter Dance. That's the new quarterback for West. Maryville was Nick Hinderlight, number 67, number 8, Wyatt Haas, uh, number 86, Eli Elkins, and last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, number 12, Hutton Jones. So again, Maryville does win the toss, elects to receive. Let's take one last break. Listen to a fine sponsor. When we come back, the Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty kickoff right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401K, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. 
And as we come back, it's football time in Maryville. The kick is away and will not be returned. Charlie Manu will take it in the end zone. It'll be a touchback, and the Red Rebels will bring it out to the 20-yard line. If that's not for a hot start, I don't know what is. A Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams Realty kickoff to start tonight's matchup. Yeah, that was Patrick Schmidt, number 90, the senior, 5'9", 216-pound kicker. Yeah, yeah, if he didn't, he kicked it well, and he looked good kicking it. So, yeah, as Graham Coulter will bring the troops out, he's going to start in shotgun formation. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. He'll have a stack set with Eli Elkins. He'll have Price Davis to his left, check it right, hip pocket. He'll make a change at the line of scrimmage, steps back in shotgun. He'll take the shotgun snap. Going to give it to Price Davis. He's going to go off right guard, straight ahead forward. He's going to pick up a couple. It'll bring up second and eight. Ball on the 22-yard line of Maryville. Got a lot of pressure from the outside blitz there. Runs up the middle of the field, number 15, Ryan Scott on the tackle. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage, looking to push a little tempo. Going to have trips to the left and going to have Britton Barrett one-on-one to the side. Clock did not start on that first play, so officials are going to kind of try to get that right. That number 15, Ryan Scott, he was the 2022 five-star preps defensive player of the year, Wayne. He had 20 tackles. Uh, leading into this game, three for a loss, one sack, and one interception. Yeah, this defense is opportunistic to say the least, a calling card of a Lamar Brown coach football team. It looks like they are going to knock seven seconds off the to- off the clock, the game clock, and it will be 11.53 to play here in the first quarter as your Rebels and the West Rebels, 0-0. Graham Coulter stays in shotgun, cleans his gloves, Trying to get the hard count. West is not going to be fooled on that one. Now they'll check the play at the line of scrimmage. Watch Zeke McCoy as he checks his feet. Little play action pass. Now he's going to look to tuck it and go. Coulter is going to look to chuck it, and he is going to throw it in harm's way, but it's going to fall harmlessly to the turf in the arms of Six Horde, and he's not able to come in with it. I'm happy about it. Third and eight upcoming. Got a lot of pressure in the backfield, and I'd rather be lucky than good. Six Horde gets his hands all over it, but can't come down with the interception. So on that play, Graham Coulter tried to extend the play to the right. Turf Monster kind of got him, and he had to just do what he could. Couldn't set his feet to make that throw. Live to fight another down. Coulter is looking to the sideline, getting the play from Coach Hunt, and again, we'll make a check. He'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. He takes the shotgun snap, little two-step drop, looking to the left. He's going to deliver in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. Thought he got there a little early, intended for Zeke McCoy, but no call. It'll be fourth down Rebels. A lot of pressure in the backfield from number 44. He'll hear his name throughout the night, C.J. Smith. He gets hit as he throws, does the dig route. Number one, Antoine Burton breaks it up. As they're going to elect to punt this one away, Zeke McCoy will be in punt formation and looks like deep for West will be number six. That's six horde. Zeke McCoy, eight punts, 41 is his longest on the season. Zeke will punt this thing towards Cedar Street. He'll stand on his own 11-yard line. Looks like West may bring some pressure. The snap is back to Zeke. He's going to two-step and then kick this one away. An end-over-end high kick, not long, and six horde is going to have to fair catch it in Maryville territory at the Rebel 48-yard line. Didn't have as much time back there to kick the football as he did in the Bradley Central game. Has to get rid of it, kicks it high, and it's caught just on the other side of the 50. Yeah, West didn't bring the pressure. It looked like they were going to bring, but we'll see what the West offense has in store as they bring it out for the first time. Number 11 for West will be Hunter Dance. Uh, He is a 191-pound senior 
uh, that waited his time getting his one shot here. 38 for, six, 38 for 67 on passing, 487 yards passing on the season. He's going to have big number two Marshawn Bowers behind him. Again, anytime you have hair outside the bottom of the helmet, you're probably a good athlete. Well said. It's going to be Hunter. He's going to take the shotgun snap. It's going to be a high snap. He's going to hand it to Bowers. Bowers going to get around the right end. He's going to get wide. He's going to get free. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. Actually at the, they're going to say 12-yard line. No, they're going to say 14-yard line, and that's where they'll have a first and 10 west. A, uh, a really 34-yard scamper there. When I'm right, I'm right. Yeah, a no huddle offense. That that play was designed for that outside gap, and he got to the outside, got to the perimeter for big yardage. It's going to be Dance again. He's going to take a high snap. He's going to hand it to Bowers again. He's going to go left this time, and he is going to be met, stopped, and dropped by number 24, Matthew Covert. Not near the explosion there. Tried to do the same play, but on the different side of the offensive line, and Matthew Covert, number 24, there to make the tackle. And Dance is going to look to the sideline. He's going to get the play. Now he's going to check the play with uh, Bowers. He's going to talk to his running back, and he's going to be kind of kind of a little offset right behind him. He's going to move a man in motion. He's going to play action off that. He's going to give it to Bowers off the right-hand side. He's going to back his way, trying to get down to the 10-yard line, and they're going to say that's all he gets. It's going to be third and about six. It's going to be a gain of two on the play. Trying to work that guard and tackle on the right side. Initial contact was made by number nine, Sam Young, and then Mason Ball comes in and cleans it up. Yeah, definitely this is a guy that gets in open space. He's going to do some big things. But, again, nice adjustment after play number one to put a third down up here. Now, this is interesting for West. Being on third down, if they don't get it, do they go on for it? I think this is a big call right here. It's going to be Dance with third and six upcoming. He's going to have a straightaway Bowers. He's going to take the shotgun snap. One step drop. He's going to look to deliver it to number three. He gets it to him, gets to the five, needed the four, and I don't think he got there, Ben. I think it's going to bring up fourth down. It's The catch was made by Thad Sterling, and he needed six. He got five. Yeah, pass made right out near the right out near the 10-yard line. Royal Curtis breaks down and makes a nice tackle. And it looks like they are going to keep the offense on the field on a fourth-and-one play. And the Rebels going to check in a little beef up front. Got to watch that hard count. Yeah, I think West has had positive yardage each play, and they think they can get a yard here. Stand up, Red Rebels. It's going to be dancing shotgun. He's going to take it. He's going to hand it to Bowers. Bowers is going to go right. He's going to get the first down and get down near the goal line, and they're going to say he has stopped and dropped at the two-yard line, but it will be first and goal West as they reset the sticks. Makes a cut in between the guard and the center there, and then Hunter Olive at number 11 makes the tackle. Looks like they're going to run tempo. Dance is going to try to get a hard count. Looks like somebody jumped there. They're going to let the play go, and Bowers is going to push his way toward the, the line to gain, the goal line, and it looks like more Rebels than West Rebels, and he's going to be pushed back, gets down to the one. Just tries to run in between the teeth of that defense and just can't get into the end zone. Good spot for us as well. Second and goal directly in the center of the field as West looks to go right to left, trying to put the first points on the board here tonight. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Bowers. Bowers goes straight ahead forward. Does he break the plane? A delayed call. They're going to say touchdown, but he was met at the goal line and had to pay for that one. Touchdown West, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. 
Took some tough hits by some Maryville Rebels there, but able to get into the end zone. With 8.15 to go here in the first quarter of play, the Denzo scoreboard reads six for the West Rebels, zero for Maryville. And, and Ben, that was a, a nice drive, really a power drive. Put it in the air, I think, one time the whole, the whole drive, uh, really allowing Bowers to do his thing. Looks like it is going to be Smid to, to attempt the extra point. It's going to be a high kick. It's actually going to clear the net, and it's going to go over the Don Story Athletic Center, and it will be good. The uh, Denzo scoreboard now reads West 7, and your Rebel 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies, to check out the Village Tinker just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. The Rebels trail West 7-0. As Schmidt kicks this one away, Rebels will return it or look to return it, and it will go into the end zone. Another touchback. You know, that PAT was a good glimpse at his leg, but he can kick it into the end zone. No return for the second time in a row. Yeah, tried to kick that one into the corner of the end zone. That that previous drive, Wayne, was seven plays, 48 yards, two minutes, 59 seconds time of possession. Yeah, really one big rip by Bowers, and the defense did adjust from there, but not enough as as West did get into the end zone. But with 8.15 to go here in the first, uh, we'll see if we can't reset and get that back. Graham Coulter will be at the controls. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll have a stack set, and he'll put Price Davis into motion. It is going to look, and then Graham's going to pull it down, run off guard. He's going to go straight ahead forward. Looks like he's going to pick up six there on first down. Nice run by the junior, and it will be second and four. Able to get to that third level of the defense past the backers and number 24, Interius McAllister makes the tackle. Good deal, good deal. Just a little history here. Rebels do lead the overall series against Knox West 27-4 prior to last year's victory. A long stretch before the West Rebels won one. It's going to be a handoff to, no, Graham's going to keep it. He's going to go straight ahead forward, needs to get the 30. They give it to him. That's a first down, Red Rebels, a gutsy carry by Graham Coulter. First and 10, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Nice play action, keeps the ball. They thought he was going right up the middle. He gets to the outside, and Anderson Smith was stayed home. It could have been bigger yardage if Anderson didn't stay there and make the tackle. Yeah, I think uh, they're, they're using a lot of movement to try to open some lanes for the runner, and just that time it was Graham Coulter. 20 to go here in the first. Coulter's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Price Davis, and Price is going to be met in the backfield and pushed back. It's going to be a one-yard loss there as Red perfectly trying to get the number on that kid. I think he's registered and has tags, but uh, he he read that one fairly well. Yeah, number 35, Ahmed Mohammed gets in the backfield, makes a nice tackle. And here we go. Graham Coulter looks to the sideline a little longer to go, second and 11. Checks the play at the line of scrimmage. 
He's going to have two receivers to the right. He takes the shotgun snap, play action to Price Davis, going to look to throw it across the middle, intended for Britton Barrett, just a little wide left, incomplete. C.J. Smith gets in the backfield, just fires past number 70, Owen Steffes. Ball goes incomplete on the slant. Yeah, Antoine Burdine was the defensive back in, in coverage, and honestly, uh, it was a well-thrown ball to keep it out of Burdine's hands. Graham's going to look to the sideline. He'll have trips to the right, and he'll have Britton Barrett waving his arms to the left. He's going to flip Price Davis from his right to his left hip pocket. Now he's looking to Britton to see if that one-on-one coverage sticks. It's going to be a low shotgun snap. He takes it, though. He's going to look to uncork it. He's going to try to get it to Barrett, Britton Barrett, and it is going to bounce off the turf incomplete, and that is going to bring up third and 11. Uh, nice play there. Or actually, I'm sorry, fourth and 11 as that last one was uh, was a no-gainer there. I like the play call. They spread out the receivers, try to spread out that box, and they throw a comeback route near the west sidelines. Incomplete, ball was thrown low. I think he was interested to see how much cushion Britton was going to get over there, and then when the defensive back closed in, that's where the comeback route came in. But it looks like we're going to punt it away. Zeke McCoy will be in pump formation. He'll stand on his own 14 as he's looking towards Cedar Street. He's going to take the snap clean, one-two step, and he'll kick this one away. His one will spin, and it is going to be returned by Six Horde. Six Horde's going to take it at the midfield, and he's going to get into Rebel territory. Down to the 45, and he gets loose, and the ball comes out, and the Red Rebels have it. Tried to do too much with the football, and number one, Price Davis makes the recovery there. Sometimes it ain't worth it, Ben, and that time, it wasn't worth it. Rebels get the football. A little bit of mo back on the Red Rebels side as it's first and 10 from their own 40-yard line. 42, check that. How about Price making a play on special teams? Nice play. Put your helmet on the football and good things happen. And they quickly break the huddle. Two receivers to the left, two to the right, and they'll stack Eli Elkins over the right tackle. They're going to step him out wide, so he'll actually be more of a receiver here. Watch 86. Coulter's going to be by himself in the backfield as they split out wide left. Price Davis. Coulter's going to make a signal. He's going to take a shotgun snap. Three, five-step drop. He's going to have to tuck it and go. He's going to cut across the 40, step, step, and now see if he can get something. He's going to get to the 45, and he's going to be taken down. That's going to be a pickup of three. It'll be second and seven. Able to spread out those receivers again. Nobody in the backfield but the quarterback. Gets to the outside, and number 15, Ryan Scott, eventually tracks him down. Had a two-man blitz, got into the backfield pretty quick. I think broke some timing up. Good job by Graham just tucking it, getting what he can get. Second and seven. 5.46 to go here in the first quarter. Rebels trail west, 7-0. to zero. Graham Coulter, he's going to take the shotgun snap. Play action to Price Davis. Rolls the pocket to the left. Delivers out in the flat. Eli Elkins. Eli gets the first down and then punishes the West Rebel for extra yardage. He's going to get into West territory down to the 45. Previous plays, they spread out the offense right there. They spread out the defense. That play, they bring them in. Elkins does a dig route, gets to the outside, number six, six horde. Makes the tackle. Yeah, they've been working this home side. If, if you're looking from our vantage point, finally cut back to the wayside, and it was wide open with Elk. 
It is going to be Graham Coulter takes the, the play action. No, he's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price going to go straight ahead forward. I think they're going to give him a yard on first down. It'll bring up second and nine. Ben, I like the, the little give and go, staying with the run game in the middle, but ultimately looking to the perimeter to see if we can break and spread this defense. Bring them in, spread them out. Bring them in, spread them out. Second and nine upcoming. They're going to look to the sideline. They'll have Zeke McCoy, Charlie Mono to the right. They'll have Price Davis and Britton Barrett to the left. Now they'll check out wide Eli Elkins, Coulter in the backfield by himself. Now Price Davis will go left to right across the formation. Now they're going to look his way. They're going to kick the screen over to him. Price in and out of his hands, and it's going to be incomplete. Price just does a sweep route. There comes to the outside. Ball's thrown out there in the flat. Hit as he throws. Incomplete pass. Yeah, Coach Hunt is not happy about something right there. I don't know if it's kind of a delayed hit on Coulter or if they feel like that they got to Price before the ball got there. But either way, no call. It will be third and nine. Coulter looks to the right to the right side as he's going to look to Coach Hunt for the play. They'll keep three receivers to the right. They'll have one to the left. Price will enter the backfield again to his left hip pocket. The play clock is under 10. They're going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to clean his gloves, moves Price into motion, takes the shotgun snap. Now he's going to tuck it down and go. There goes Graham Coulter across the 45, down to the 41, and he's going to pick up about three more yards, but it will bring up fourth down. But, Ben, 41-yard line of your opponent, no man's land. you got to go. Got to go. On that play right there, Chase Brody was showing blitz on the left side, and he wasn't fooled. He makes the tackle, number 20. Fourth and sixth upcoming, keeping a very similar formation, two receivers to the right, one to the left, and they've got Eli Elkins stacked up to the left tackle this time, Price Davis to, to, to Graham Coulter's left hip pocket. 4-11 to play here in the first quarter. West leads 7 to nothing, and Rebels trying to change that. It'll be Graham Coulter takes the shotgun snap. Play action to Price Davis. He's going to deliver over the middle to Eli or to Zeke McCoy, and that is going to be a first down Red Rebels, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. What a throw. What a catch, Ben. That'll play McCoy. He does a five-yard slant towards the middle of the field. Number one, Antoine Burton hits him hard. He holds on to it. That's the that's the physical part of the game. He had the football in his hands early, and then Antoine Burdine put the, put the helmet on him, and he held on. First and ten Red Rebels. It will be Coulter with a fresh set of downs. He'll have Price Davis to his right hip pocket. He'll move Britton Barrett into motion. Now he's going to give it to Price Davis. Price is going to go off right guard, go straight ahead forward, and they're going to say pick up of one on the play. It'll be second nine. Trying to run the ball on that right side in between that guard and tackle. Number 21, Bryson Leva gets in there and makes the tackle. In patience by Graham Coulter in this Rebel offense as they are trying to chip away and give a ton of looks to this West defense. Love the patience. Just got to make it pay off. Three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Each team has had one drive, and Maryville's on their second. Graham Coulter looking, updates Price Davis, and he is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going he's gonna to give the handoff to Price Davis. He gets free, gets into the second level, and they're going to say he rumbles down inside the 25, down to the 23-yard line. It's going to be a nice pickup on second down. Makes it third and short, third and two. Nice block by Logan McGlamory. Tackle made by number 24, Interius McAllister. Yeah, Price had that forward lean like he was just going to get what he can get, and it opened up, and he stumbled and fumbled for more yardage. He's going to look to the sideline. Two receivers to the right, none to the left. 
It's going to be Eli Elkin stacked up to block. They're going to hand it to Price Davis. Price gets left and gets free. He's going to get the first down inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. And another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Ball on the 17-yard line as we go left to right here on Jim Renfro. Makes a nice cut towards the left hash mark. Works his way up the field there. Gets to the third level of that defense, number 24, Interius McAllister on the tackle. Two minutes remaining here in the first quarter of play. Again, Rebels on the march here. They started on their own 20. Now they're inside the West 20. It's going to be Graham Coulter's shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Now he's going to give it to Bryce Davis. Off right guard. He's going to go straight ahead forward again inside the 15. And I think they're going to get him down to the 12. And that's going to be a nice pickup again. Maybe five yards there on first down. Very similar play as the previous play. This time to the right side makes a cut up towards the middle of the field. Anterius McAllister again on the tackle. It's a good sign to see the tackles being made by that secondary, not those backers or linemen. Looks like we're powering to the right-hand side, but it will be second and a long five. They're going to call it a short six. Second and six upcoming. They'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Price Davis will be to Coulter's left hip pocket. They're going to play action to Price. Needs to get rid of it, and Graham Coulter is going to chuck it back, and it will be incomplete. They say a forward pass, and I think we live to fight another down. Third and six upcoming. Just a bull rush blitz from West, and Coulter had nowhere to go with it. Yeah, Anderson Smith, number 18, gets in the backfield. Got lucky on that one. Could have been could have been called a fumble, possibly. Yeah, it looked it – looked, Ver, uh, really perpendicular to the direction we wanted it to go. Let's just say that. One minute to go here in the first quarter. Rebels trail west, 7-0, to zero, looking to change that. Coulter's going to look to the sideline. Play clock at 15, so got plenty of time. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have Cohen Bayblay and Charlie Mono to the right. He'll have, looks like, Britton Barrett to the wide left. Play action to Price Davis, rolls the pocket to the right. He's going to have to get rid of it. He's going to chuck it to the end zone, in and out of the hands of Cohen Bayblay, and it is going to fall incomplete. In defense, I believe, was number one. That's Burdine. Difficult throw on the wheel there towards the back corner of the end zone. Burdine has it covered, almost picked off. Well, it was one of those, you know, it was definitely dead corner of the end zone. Needed to dart it in there, and Burdine nearly undercut it. So we're going to tend out Hudson Jamerson uh, for a kick just to try to break the seal on this one, try to get points on the board. Three of four on the season, 32 is as long. It will be dead center of the field as he's trying to kick it to Jeff Weaver's house over past Cedar Street. And looks like maybe West is going to jump off sides here. That makes it a lot more interesting. That's five yards closer. It could be fourth and one right here. Yeah, I think that was number 46. Wyatt DeRoach jumped. Well, and just like that, a quick decision. Offense is back on the field for the Rebels. You give them short yardage, and they're going to try to make you pay for it. As a lot of the faithful are telling us to play Rhino, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mistaken if I see a little extra beef in there. Do see Jonah Arms in there. Eli Elkins is in there. He also got some speed in there. So I think there's a lot of options here with under a minute to play here in the first quarter, just trying to get on the board here. It's good to see Dinner Bell out there, Wayne. Absolutely. He has played uh, tremendous the first three games. We'll see what we can get here. Looks like shotgun formation. Coulter's going to take the snap. He's going to keep it himself. Go behind Price Davis. Three, two, one. Touchdown, Rebels, as Graham Coulter keeps it. Goes behind Price Davis and rumbles into the end zone. The Denzo scoreboard just changed. Boop, boop.
Woo! Rebels. Yeah, yeah, what a call there as he kind of leaned on the right shoulder of Price Davis and then cut up field to a lot of green grass. Coulter is going to keep it again, and he's going to get the two-point conversion. Rebels take the lead. Keep the football out to make a statement tonight, Wayne. What a play. Well, here's the thing. When you need momentum, you generate it. And Graham Coulter right there just ripped it out of his own heart and went into the Red Rebel end zone. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads. It now reads. They actually called him short, Ben. That was just the touchdown, not a two-point conversion. They don't change things on, on the scoreboard. We just go with it. But anyway, Hudson Jamerson is on to attempt the PAT. Cohen Beyblay will hold. The kick is up. The kick is good. And all the emotion for nothing. But the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 7 and the West Rebels 7. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible, or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and GAS approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And if I always have to explain myself. The reason we lose our minds is because the scoreboard changes, and that generates emotion. And when emotion is generated, I get pretty loud. That happened. We missed the whole part about they didn't score a touchdown, but Graham fixed it. He went right back in by himself, so Graham still scored. I just gave it to him twice, and then ultimately Hudson Jamerson kicks away the extra point, makes it 7-7. But looks like Sarah is going to kick this one away. It is going to be returnable at the eight-yard line, and it is going to go wide. It's going to be Burdon with the football. He's going to try to weave his way through Rebels, and he is going to get out to the 32-yard line, and it is going to be first and 10 west after the Rebel touchdown. Makes a cut up near the Maribel sidelines, kind of works his way back and forth. Tackle made by number 95, Max Sarah. Yeah, that was an amazing drive. 14 plays, three minutes, five seconds, time of possession. An amazing drive to just really physically show that you've still got something in the tank. Yeah, Coulter took some big hits and wait for him to get in there, get in that jumbo package, make some big runs, and score that touchdown. Yeah, 22.6 seconds to go here in the first quarter of play. Again, a tie ball game, seven apiece, and dance back out for West. He's going to have Bowers straight up behind him. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Bowers. He's going to go wide right. He's going to try to get upfield. He does. Gets across the 30, across the 35, and they're going to say out to the 39. So a pickup of seven there on first down. It'll set up second and three. That right side belongs to West. They're going to keep attacking it. He gets to the hash mark. Mason Ball, number 20, makes the tackle. Yeah, nice, uh, nice tackle there again. But he's a patient runner, so you've got to get upfield on him. And that is going to be the end of the first quarter. And as 12 minutes have come off the clock, the score reads at the end of the first quarter, seven for your Rebels, seven for the West Rebels. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, 95.7 Duke FM. 
Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. This is head coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. End of quarter stats brought to you by Cadunza. Seven apiece on your scoreboard, 22 plays, 64 yards for your Red Rebels, eight plays, 55 yards for West. So defensively, really a nip and tuck battle there. Graham Coulter leading the way, rushing yards, 24 yards, and a touchdown on six carries. Marshawn Bowers, the only rusher for Knox West. Seven touches, 50 yards. Yeah, I think uh, Coulter is the player of the half for Maryville, and, of course, Marshawn Bowers is the player of the first quarter for West. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of that. As they flip field, West will now go towards Cedar Street, working left or right here on Jim Renfro. It is going to be dancing shotgun formation. I think we had an offensive lineman jump, and we did. And they're going to call false start against Knox West. That's going to back them up, Ben. That's going to make it second and eight. Looked like it was number 67, Jack Cotavila. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, we were we were showing a little bit of blitz, kind of kind of stunting a little bit. And I think he got a little antsy, hurt footsteps. Dan's going to have Bauer straight behind him. He's going to put his man in motion. He's going to take the handoff, hand it to Bowers. Bowers goes straight ahead forward. He's going to be caught at the line of scrimmage and dropped after a short gain. Love the play there as 88 gets his hands on Bowers, and then he waits for the Calvary to show up. Yeah, Agent Carter, Jack Carter gets there, shreds his block and makes a nice tackle. He's going to bring up third down. They're going to say third and about six to go here. Uh, So this is a big third down for the Rebel defense. Dance will check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Bauer straight behind him. Looks to be an eye set, pretty much a power set all the time. Dance going to move, looks like Horde into motion. Now he's going to play action off Bauer. He's going to have a little pressure. He's going to get it to Bauer's out in the flat. He's going to get the first down and more across midfield, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at the Red Rebel 45-yard line. He gets into Maryville territory. Just a nice little relief valve there out at the left flat, and Bowers just got off and rumbled. Yeah, that play was designed to allow the linebacker to get into the backfield. Mason Ball gets in the backfield, and the dump pass to Bowers, and he gets some big yardage near the west sideline. Yeah, and really, he's going to be the playmaker that you got to slow down. Bowers is big, but he's very athletic. 11-09 to play here in the second quarter. West on offense in a tie ball game, seven apiece. Going to be dancing shotgun formation. He's going to take a hard count, and he's going to give it to Bowers. He's going to go left. He's going to try to get wide. He does, but he is going to be met by a host of Rebels. Looks like Nolan White was the the, the trigger man, and he's going to push Bowers out of bounds. Yeah, had number 11, Hunter Olivet, out there, too, on the tackle. Yeah, nice, uh, nice rally to the football there as it's going to set up second and seven as they are in Rebel territory under 11 to play here in the second quarter. 
Dance will have two receivers to the right, one to the left, takes the shotgun snap. Quickly gives it to Bowers yet again. Bowers going to be met near the line of scrimmage, and they'll, they'll say his big body falls ahead forward for a yard. It'll be third and five. Just tackle made by a host of Marable Rebels there, number 88, Jack Carter and company in on the, on the tackle. Check it, long five, short six, so it'll be third and six upcoming. Let's do one for Delosier right here. Yeah, let's get a defensive stop and get off the field for Delosier Auction Company. It's going to be Dance looking to the sideline, really not set in the formation yet. Now he gets the call. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right, and they'll stack 26 to the right side of the formation. That's Dominique Davis. Nobody in the backfield, so Bowers not in the football game right now. And they're going to move number seven in motion, play action to him. Dance is going to look to uncork it. He's going to get it to 26. The stack guy, Dominique Davis, the tight end across the middle, and he is going to get the West first down inside the Rebel 25-yard line down to the 21. That was a good read by Dance. We had the middle linebacker blitz at number 20. Ball thrown across the middle, number 10, Nolan White on the tackle. Well, it's just really, you know, they, they've – They've got us to bite a little bit. We were we were all sold out to stop a kind of a middle run, and it just let Davis get loose. Uh, had a little space, and Dance delivered a good ball. Dance takes a shotgun snap, hands it to number seven. He's going to try to get wide, number seven for West, and he's going to pick up, ran about ten yards to get three, and it'll be second and seven. How about Mason Ball? He makes the tackle there. That boy's out there eating. Yeah, I think he's he's opportunistic when things are in in front of him. And, yeah, I don't know if he's got a spoon, fork, or spork, but he's eating tonight. Got plenty of napkins up here. We got napkins. It was raining when we got it. <laughs> but, anyway, Dance is going to be in shotgun formation. Two receivers are right. Going to have nine out wide right. And Dance is going to put three into motion right to left. Play action, three-step drop. He's going to look to deliver over in the middle again. In and out of the hands of number five. That's going to be David Drata. But I'm going to give a little shout-out to uh, to the defender, Ben. Talk to it. Yeah, Nolan White in there on the coverage. He just puts a shield up there and protects him from catching the football. Yeah, I think sometimes you break that eye contact ball to receiver, and it's going to change the, the trajectory of can he make the catch and give Nolan White a lot of credit there. It's going to be third and eight upcoming. Uh, that's going to be with 9.05 to go here in the second quarter. Ball is on the Rebel 19-yard line as they work left to right uh, here on in Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field. I'd be interested to see if this is two-down territory, Ben. Dance with the football. Uh, he's going to take a shotgun snap. Little roll pass all to the right-hand side. Is he going to try to tuck it and go? No, he uncorks it. He's going to get three, the football, and looks like Thad Sterling will fall into the end zone. Touchdown West, just a delayed play, good timing, good connection. Dance to Thad Sterling. There's not a lot of defense that's going to break that. Risk versus reward on that play. He fakes the handoff to Marshawn Bowers. We had that red, took Marshawn Bowers down. He rolls out, and that opens up that right side for a touchdown. Yeah, nice answer by Knox West on this one. They changed the Denzo scoreboard. It now reads 13 for West, 7 for the Red Rebels. Looks like number 90, Patrick Schmid, will kick this one up and through. So the Denzo scoreboard with 8.54 to go in this second quarter reads the West Rebels 14, your Red Rebels 7. You're listening to 95.7 Duke FM. 
Delosier Realty and Auction asks, should I have an estate sale? Trying to settle your parents' or grandparents' estate, you might wonder about selling their house, land, furniture, and vehicles. Many people trust Delosier Realty and Auction to hold an estate sale. Less stress, better results, from organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and auction in Maryville. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, a back-and-forth battle here. Knox West and the Red Rebels just going back and forth. 14-7 now the West Rebels with the lead. Schmid will kick this one away. It'll be a high spinner, and this one will also not be returnable. Manu catches it in the end zone. That'll be a touchback, and the Rebels will take over first and 10 at their own 20. It's really been fun to watch this chess match between these good coaches. Derek Hunt is trying to spread out the ball and spread that muddy box as much as he can, and then he'll bring them back in. And then Lamar Brown, he's attacking the middle of the field with the running game, and then he's getting to the outside trying to attack those guards and tackles throughout the, throughout the quarter. Yeah, and I think Coulter's doing a good job. His first start on the varsity level here at Maryville, and he has, he has definitely controlled this offense. Coulter will be back out there. And he will be in shotgun formation. He's going to put, uh, looks like Britton Barrett into motion. Now he's going to hand it to Price. Price going to go straight ahead forward, off right guard. And he's going to go ahead forward for maybe a yard. It'll bring up second nine. Some tough yards there, just running it up the middle. Number 18, Anderson Smith on the tackle. Yeah, next break, we're going to hit it down to Mr. Chris Hibbs. It's been a fast-moving first half. We've got to hear from the sideline guy. But as Coulter's going to break the, the huddle, he'll have... Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Now he's going to move Charlie Manu in in a little a little stack set to the right-hand side. Let's see if we don't throw out of it. It's going to be – no, it's going to give it to Price Davis. He's going to go to the left side of the formation. He's going to pick up maybe a couple more, and that's going to bring up third and seven. Multiple Rebels in on that tackle. Burdine was one of those in on that tackle. Check it, a long six right here. Third and a long six on the scoreboard. Eight minutes to go here in the half. They're going to check out Beyblade, and we're going to see who gets checked in. They quickly take a small huddle, now break it, send the receivers out. Going to be, looks like Britton Barrett to the right-hand side, and it's going to be two receivers to the left. Price Davis will be to the right hip pocket. They move Zeke McCoy in motion left to right. Takes a low shotgun snap, rolls the pocket to the right. Now he's going to kick it back to Eli Elkins. He has a blocker. Cross the 30-yard line, cross the 35, cross the 40, and it's going to take all of Knox West as number 28 to get down the elk as Eli Elkins rumbles for a Dwight Price of, e- of Realty Executives first down. Well-executed play. Eli Elkins just releases his defender, allows him to get into the backfield, and then nobody's there to guard him. He makes a jet towards the Maribel sidelines, catches the football, number 28, Jack Keith on the tackle. And we get a fresh set of downs near midfield. Rebels going right to left, headed toward the Don Story Athletic Center. Coulter's going to take the snap. He's going to keep it himself, go straight ahead forward. He's going to try to get back to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to blow this one dead. They're going to say a loss of one on the play. Red well as he was going off left guard. Yeah, end around with Price Davis in the backfield. Coulter keeps the football, tries to head up towards that left side. Nobody was fooled. The West Rebels stand him up. Looks like the official. They're actually going to call this no game. Coulter 
He's going to stand at his own 40 in shotgun formation. Looks to the sideline to get the play. Price Davis to his left hip pocket. He'll have Britton Barrett and Charlie Manu up top. He'll have a stack set with Eli Elkins to the left. He's going to move Eli Elkins from the left to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Play action to Price Davis. They read that. Graham Coulter takes off, gets across the power rim into West Territory and down to the 41-yard line. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Another nice deception play by Coulter. He fakes that handoff perfectly, and that box just collapses. That tackle box just collapsed. He gets to the outside, runs up the hash marks, Antoine. Burdine on the tackle. Yeah, Price Davis made a down payment on that first down, and Graham Coulter cashed in. Coulter's going to stand in West Territory now. Again, trying to make some headway. As he's going to play action, he's going to keep it again. He's going to go straight ahead forward through to the defenders. Everybody chasing Price Davis, and Graham Coulter says, I can run it too. He's going to pick up another 10 yards, and that's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Love the deception in the backfield. Keeps it this time, just marches straight up the field. Number 28, Jack Keith on the tackle. You know, some people question how aggressive would the running quarterback situation be with the injury to Casey Cobble. I think we've got our answer here in the first about 17 minutes. We're going to do it. He's focused and driven. Graham Coulter takes a high snap. He's going to look to the left, gets it to Britton Barrett. Britton's going to stutter step, get wide, and try to get near the 30-yard line. They're going to say down at the 31, and so no gain on the play. It'll bring up second and 10. 5-16 to go here in the half. Rebels looking to change that scoreboard at least one more time. Yeah, Coulter saw that Britton Barrett had about 10 yards worth of cushion over there. He just throws it out there in the perimeter. Six Horde collapses in on it pretty quickly and makes the tackle. Yeah, very, very exciting. We're uh, we're trying to keep up with the emotion uh, that's being shown on the field. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to flip Price Davis from left to right on Graham Coulter's hip pocket. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Looks like he's needing to get the call one more time and does. Now he's going to step back and shotgun. Again, second and 10. He's going to take the snap. Play action. Graham keeps it again. Goes around right in, and he's going to go straight ahead forward inside the West 25-yard line. And they're going to say he was actually down at the 25. That's a nice pickup of six. It's going to bring up third and four. Just going to keep going with that magic show. Fakes that handoff and works towards the guard and tackle. Eventually taken down by number 18, Anderson Smith. Well, and eventually they're going to bite on, on the keep, and you hand it to Price. Same result. Love, love the deception. He's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Looks like Britton Barrett may have one-on-one here. He's going to have Corbin, or he's going to have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Now they're going to hand it to Price. Price going to go straight ahead forward. He is going to get down to the West 24-yard line. Pick up of one there, needed four. So it's going to bring up fourth and three. Ben, kind of same goes. You're at the 24, makes this a 34, about a, about a 39-yard field goal. So I think this is go time. Yeah, and let's see if we can get him up maybe on the hard count here too. Yeah, get a hard count, get a first down. I like the call. Coulter looks to the sideline. He's going to have that stack set with Eli Elkins to the left of the formation. He'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Two receivers out wide right. And that looks to be Manu and Barrett. Three minutes, 21 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Again, Rebels trail, Knox West, 14-7. Coulter takes a shotgun snap, a little two, three-step drop. He's going to look to uncork it to the end zone, and it is going to be long in and out of the hands of the receiver. But here comes a flag, Ben. Do we get the P.I.? Running twins over to the right. 
Manu runs just a short route towards the sidelines. Ball's thrown deep into the end zone, and Interiors McAllister's going to get flagged for that P.I. And looks like he was forced to do it or else he was going to give up six points. But either way, fresh set of downs for the Rebels as a penalty flag gets us inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone and a fresh set of downs. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Lamar Brown is not happy, Wayne. Well, you know, you win some, you lose some. But uh, we have a first down inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, and Graham Coulter, ladies and gentlemen, is controlling this offense. He gets to play from the line, from the sideline. They're going to have a small huddle. He quickly breaks that and then spreads back out Britton Barrett, Charlie Manu. He'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. No receivers to the left here. I think this may be another keeper as they're going to put looks like Barrett in motion. They're going to play action to Price Davis, and they're going to – Graham Coulter's going to keep it as he is going to get down near the west 10-yard line, and that's where they'll say he is tackled. It will be two-yard pickup there. It'll be second and eight. Ran the beef package there. Jonah Arms was on the left side. They stacked the linebackers on that side. The deception led him to the right, but the keeper – and he goes over towards the Maribel sidelines, number 28, Jack Keith on the tackle. Yeah, a little opposite of what we've seen to get to this point. But second and eight, they can get a first down at the two-yard line. But I think they'd rather just go on in. 2.31 to go as they break the huddle. Graham Coulter, he is going to clean his hands there as he sets up for this play. Little two, three-step drop. He's going to deliver over the flat. It is going to be tipped at the goal line. And if he gets a little bit more air underneath that, Eli Elkins will... Have, a, have basically a basket catch in the end zone. Incomplete. It's going to bring up third and eight. Try to catch them on their heels by breaking out of the huddle real fast. They float the ball in the end zone. Number 15, Ryan Scott barely tips that. It's incomplete. Looks like they're going to check out Zeke McCoy. Check in dinner bell. Jonah Arms, he'll set up to the right side of this formation. Watch the play action to prize keeper for Graham. Two receivers out to the wide right, and they'll have Eli Elkins split out to the left. Looking to the sideline as we're now 2:21 to play here in the first half, and Coulter will stand on his own or on West's 15-yard line. Going to be a pitch play. No, Graham Coulter pulls it down. He's going to go straight ahead forward inside the five, down to the four, and it's going to bring up fourth and two. Ben, it was a good fake by Coulter on that pitch, but number 21, Bryson Leva, stayed home and made the tackle. This is a big decision here, Ben. You can send the field goal unit and draw this one closer, but you can also score a touchdown and draw it even. Big decision here under two minutes to go. With short yardage like this, you got to try to draw them off sides if you can. Yeah, we've got, uh, looks like, I think, uh, I think we've got all timeouts remaining, so I wouldn't be surprised to look for a hard count. Coulter's going for the hard count. Looks like West is going to stay home. And I think as they do that, we're going to take a timeout. That's going to be a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. But as we have an all-first half, we need to go to the sideline, talk to Mr. Chris Hips. There's got to be a lot of emotion down there. Chris, what do you got going on down there? Yeah, fellas, I mean, this sideline over here is rocking. Uh, you know, being right here in front of it, this is a two yards. And the way the momentum is right now, I'm thinking you got to go for it here, fellas. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that call. I, I mean, I think, you, you know, in games like this, playing it safe maybe maybe has its benefits, but at the same rate, you're at home. You do have some momentum. You're finding some things with Graham Coulter leading this offense. I like what they're they're saying. But, Chris, uh, I thought when I kicked your mic on that that was your heartbeat, I, but you must be really close to the Red Rebel marching band. 
Yeah, I'm right down here with all the action, with all the student section. They're giving uh, as much momentum as they can to this offense. Let's see if we can get this last two yards and punch it in and tie this up. Yeah, we really hope for that. Thanks, Chris. I agree. You got to go for it. That Farragut game, they Farragut cut the deficit 28 to 31 with 6:11 to go in that fourth quarter. They had that touchdown pass, and West answered with the kickoff, and um, so really caused a lot of problems. Got to score here. We've went left a lot coming out of that, and just like that, the offense is back on the field uh, to try to get these two yards. Went left a lot, what I was going to say. Don't be surprised if you don't see Coulter keep it to the right. Looks like there's a pretty good gap there beyond the tight end, beyond Jonah Arms there. I don't know that I wouldn't let him lead block for me. Coulter's going to be in shotgun. He's going to take it. Pitch play. No, he's going to go straight ahead forward. They are going to cut him down. Thought he had the green to get it, Ben, and they catch his shoestrings and drop him for no gain. It will be a turnover. Not what you want to see there, Ben. Like the play call. Just what a guy just to come in there and catch his shoes. Yeah, very similar play call as the previous play. This time, number 15, Ryan Scott just stays home. That's a great linebacker there. Makes a nice tackle. It's going to be a turnover on downs. Rebels get back out on defense. 129 to play here in the second quarter. West going to be deep in their own territory with their backs up against their own end zone. I think this is a good stop for your defense to maybe try to cause some havoc, get the football back. And it looks like it looks like West will have all three timeouts, so I think they're going to try to make something of this. Dance is going to put a man in motion. He'll stand at his own goal line. He's going to be in shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to hand to Bowers. Bowers goes straight ahead forward. He's going to get some green grass and get to running. He's going to get across the 20-yard line and cross the 25, and they're going to bring him to rest at the 27-yard line, and there's going to be a flag that comes out after that. Yeah, they stacked up that right side on Caleb Reeves. Bowers able to make a cut towards the Mar towards the west sidelines. Eventually, a tackle's made. Yeah, and there's a, there's a flag on the play, and it looks like it is going to be against the Rebels, the Red Rebels, and it is going to give West additional yardage on this drive. Trying to see what the call was. Looks like it is a face mask call, personal foul, face mask on Maryville, and it will be accepted. And the new starting spot for Knox West will be their own 43-yard line. 41, Royal Curtis made that tackle. As they go left to right here, Dance will be by himself in the backfield. He will look to the sideline. He'll put number one, Burdine, in, in motion. He is going to take a shotgun snap, looks to roll the pocket. Now he's going to uncork it long. Zeke McCoy's going to pick him off. He's going to get to the 35, 40, 45, 50, and he is going to get out of bounds and get hit late out of bounds. Where's the flag? But I don't have to be happy about that hit. Ball thrown out in no man's land. Zeke McCoy there to make a big play, and a hit occurs way late out of bounds. No call on it. We're not going to worry about it. Under a minute to play. Rebels will go right to left here on Jim Renfro Field inside West Territory at the West 46-yard line. Well, if Lamar Brown's upset about that pass interference call, he's not upset anymore. Evens, one-to-one. -one. It's going to be 46. Coulter's going to check in. Looks like, I, I think with under a minute to go, a lot of options here is your inside West Territory. Coulter will be in shotgun formation, stack set to the right, two receivers to the left. 
He's going to take a shotgun snap, three-step drops. Going to have to try to get rid of it, and he doesn't. And he is going to be dropped for a big loss as number, trying to get the number there. He keeps flexing. I think it's going to be number nine with the uh, sack there. Yeah, Connor Cummins gets in the backfield, waited too long for that play to develop. And looks like Maryville will take a timeout. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junk Be Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junk Be Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you are gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. First down, not a fun one there uh, for the Red Rebel offense as we back up eight yards. We are now on our side of the 50 at our own 46-yard line. Again, just uh, after the timeout, got a snap and clear. Coulter's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to play action to Price Davis. Now he's going to look to throw it. Cohen Bayplay is going to get the penalty yardage back and more as he is going to slide to a catch, and he's going to be down at the west 43-yard line, and looks like Maryville will take their final timeout. Nice play by Bayplay. Does a five-yard slant across the middle of the field. Ball's thrown behind him. He maneuvers himself to catch it. Nice catch, Bayplay. Yeah, let's jump down to the sideline, Chris. What a turn of events. A turnover. Got him turned back by Zeke McCoy. And now the Rebel offense looking to cut into this one more time. Yeah, fellas. I mean, um, what can you say about that play by Zeke McCoy? Uh, Swung the momentum back into Maribel after that big stop by West down here at the three-yard line. And hopefully we can get some points all right here before halftime. Get this uh, game a little bit closer for us. Absolutely. Graham Coulter with ice water in his veins delivers a nice ball. Cohen Bayblay making an appearance, Chris. A lot of playmakers coming out for the Red Rebels. An amazing catch there, sliding ball behind him and just reaching out. I don't know how he kept it off the turf, but amazing catch there by Bayblay. I'll take it. We'll come back soon, Chris. This is where you use that five-yard play, Wayne, that you've practiced week in and week out. Get those five yards. Get close to the sticks. Well, we've stayed away from the keeper for a good minute. Uh, during this this latter part of the drive. So we've got 39 seconds. I think you want to throw it because you're out of timeouts, but we'll just see what, what plays out here. Coulter and shotgun has three receivers left. Going to take a shotgun snap, three-step drop. Going to look to throw it. He's got a man out wide. That is going to be Britton Barrett who snaps it from the hands of the defensive back, gets the first down and more, and the Red Rebels in business down to the west 25-yard line. That a boy, Barrett. He gets out there, does a comeback route. Five yards past the sticks, tackle made by McAllister. And quickly, Graham Coulter gets to the line of scrimmage, under center, takes the snap, and spikes it. Does the little uh, does the little spike play, kind of a generator of a turn of a timeout. We'll call it the Lee Franks of a volunteer home mortgage timeout. But, Ben, 26.8 ticks to go on this second quarter clock. Whew. If emotion, if you've listened to any of this game, it's why I'm breathing heavy. There's a lot going on right now, and the Rebels just trying to kick kick it into gear and get the scoreboard changing. Yeah, we're ready to go out there. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. Coulter will be in the backfield by himself. He's looking to the sideline, gets the play. He'll check it at the line of scrimmage. Trying to spread them out. 
He is going to take the shotgun snap. A little three-step drop. He's going to look to throw it. He's going to have to tuck it and go. And he's trying to still throw it. And he's going to throw it wide, swatted down by the West defense. But I think he didn't want to pull it down and run, Ben, because if they tackle him, we could waste the rest of this clock. So good headsy play by Coulter to live to play another down. Yeah, on the flip side of the ball, West State in that zone coverage. Number nine, Connor Cummins just swats the ball away in his flat coverage area. Well, we've stayed inside the sticks most of this drive. Let's see if we take a shot to the end zone with 19.6 seconds to go, third and 10. Three receivers to the left. I like Manu out there, a little good on good. Looks like he's paired up with six horde. Looks like they're going to flip Price Davis to the right hip pocket. Graham Coulter will stay in shotgun. He's going to take the snap, a little one-step drop. Now he's going to deliver it over the middle, picked off by West, and they're going to turn it back. He is going to get near the 30-yard line. They're going to say down at the 29, and just like that, the Rebels' advances halted here late in the second quarter. Got some pressure from Anderson Smith off the edge there and throws the ball across the middle, intercepted by number 28, Jack Keith. 11 seconds to go here in the second quarter again. Uh, looks like West is their full allotment of timeouts, 11 seconds to go. Uh, but they're deep in their own territory. We'll see how aggressive they are here. Looks like the Rebels will be in full-out zone. And looks like they're probably just good to go to the half dance. And they're going to have – looks like they're going to have Bowers way deep uh, just to try to keep anything bad from happening. Dan's going to take the snap. He will knee it away, and they'll let the clock drain out here on the second quarter. Rebels head to the Don Story Athletic Complex, and the West Rebels head to the visiting locker room. And as the clock hits zeros on the second quarter, the Denzo scoreboard reads, the West Rebels 14, your Red Rebels 7. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall, and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn, including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust, including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Land Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at DickensSupply.com. Kadoza. Kadunza. Kadenzu. Kadoozy. Kadenza. Kawatsa. Kadenza. Unusual name, exceptional service. On your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Kadenza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call 246-6569 or Kadunza.com. K-A-D-U-N-Z-A.com. Kadunza is a proud sponsor of the Maryville Rebels. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue. 
and you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back into the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, a fast 24 is an understatement. Two quarters in the books and two teams that are battling here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. 14 for West, 7 for your Red Rebels. But, man, love the the fight, the intensity that Graham Coulter and the offense have brought to tonight's football matchup. Yeah, I know we're going to go over the stats, but I don't think anybody's punted the football. I think everybody's gone for it on third and long or fourth and long. So uh, just incredible intensity in the first half. Yeah, we've punted it away twice, but I feel like it was an aggressive punt either <laughs> yeah. way. So we've made the most of what we've had. But 14-7 to is the scoreboard. 24 rushes for 78 yards for the Red Rebels, 71 passing yards for a total of 41 plays, 149 yards in two quarters of play. 13 carries for 77 yards for West, 63 yards through the air, so 19 plays for 140 yards. So very balanced. We've had a lot more plays on the night, so they've had more chunk plays, but very balanced in yardage kind of taking over tonight. Looking at individual stats, Graham Coulter leads the rushing category, 14 touches, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Price Davis, 10 touches, 25 yards receiving. Eli Elkins, two catches for 32. Britton Barrett, two for 18. Cohen Beyblay, one for 11. And Zeke McCoy, one for 10. On the west side of things, Marshawn Bowers, 11 touches for 80 yards. Devin Jamison, one touch for two yards. That's the only two positive yardage for the West Rebels. Uh, Hunter Dance, four of six, 63 yards and a touchdown, so not needing the pass game a lot, but when he's doing it, he's fairly efficient. Receiving-wise, Thad Sterling, two catches for 24 and a touchdown. Dominique Davis, one for 20, and Marshawn Bowers impacting receiving as well. One catch, 19 yards. you got a lot of good defensive football players on the field tonight, and in that tackle box, you can see it right there. 78 rushing yards for Maryville, 77 for West. So not getting anything in between the tackles right now. Yeah, and want to give a shout-out to our end-of-quarter sponsor for stats. That's going to be a Cadunza. If you have a European auto and you need some work done, uh, they're right on Alcoa Highway, just to the left of the Toyota dealership there on Alcoa Highway. It's the old flooring business. They, they took over that business. So just get in there. If you've got a European auto, Volkswagen, Mercedes-Benz, any of those, and they can do the, the good work for you, it's Cadunza. If you've heard the commercial, that's how you say it. Yeah, Aaron says I can look. I just can't touch or purchase. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I uh I like those vehicles. I just can't own one. But uh, <laughs> but Cadenza can fix it if you do. But uh, but Ben, tell of the tape. Nine yards is the difference in total output. 
for, for each team, 149 for the Rebels, 140 for West. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many plays it takes you to do that. The end result is the scoreboard. West is obviously on top there, but always this Red Rebel team makes a ton of adjustments at the half. Do you feel good keeping it this tight in the first two quarters? I do. I think it's. I think adjustments are going to be made, of course, at halftime. And what Maribel has shown historically is they've made really good adjustments, Heritage Central and in the Bradley Central game, and have come out playing stronger, cleaner football. You know, I think Hunter Dance has, has done a good job. Obviously, he's a senior, so he's been in the program a good amount of time. But he did make – he did break right there. Threw one across the middle, across his body. Zeke McCoy makes him pay for it. I'd like that to linger in between his ears for a couple plays just so that that maybe he second-guesses some plays, gives our defense a chance to break on one. Yeah, that definitely tips off a defensive coordinator that if they can get some pressure pressure on him that he'll throw a couple balls in double coverage. Yeah, as West marching band is on the field doing their field show in full uniform, this is basically – we're going to be the first week that we see both both bands in full uniform. Excited about that. But Wes doing their field show. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll look at scores from around the area, recognize some of our sponsors, talk social media, and all that that is the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401K, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Maryville. D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 Six five six eight one sixty forty. El Himador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Score at the half, West 14, your Red Rebels 7. But, Ben, around the area, other games going on. One game to just update on, last night's matchup between Alcoa and Greenville. It was nearing half. It was a tie ball game, seven apiece. 
lightning, rain, and all the fun that comes with that, shut that game down for a long duration. Green County Schools and company, uh, they agreed to shut that one down. It's going to be a no contest, so nobody wins, loses, uh, but it's just going to be a no contest on the records. Yeah, I stayed up way too late waiting for them to make that call, but eventually, yes, a no contest. Other scores around the league, West Green versus Eagleton, 6-7 to seven at the second in the second quarter. In favor of Eagleton. In favor of Eagleton. Morristown, 14, at William Blunt, 21 in the second quarter. Another second quarter score, Cleveland, 22, Farragut, 14. Heritage at Powell. Heritage down 10-27 to 27 to Powell in the second quarter. We don't have a score from the Antioch-Oakland game at this time. The Bradley Central... Walker Valley game in the second quarter. It's 14 to nothing, Bradley Central. And, and you know, a, a big deal about that Eagleton game, they're ahead 7-6 to six right now in the second quarter. Should they get the victory, that would be their first TSSAA victory in school history. Yeah, hope that hope they get the win for Blunt County. The Royals, uh, the Eagleton Royals, got a really cool logo as it's an E, blue and white, kind of interchangeable. Yeah, I really like their uniforms. I mean, it's it's cool. Anytime you're you're new, you're new, right? You got new stuff, you got new stadium. So yeah, wish the best for Eagleton. Uh, but as West is marching band is exiting the field, that can mean only one thing: the marching Red Rebels are about to take the field. We're gonna let them get their props set up. We're gonna let their uh, let their band get out here, get get lathered up, get ready to go, and then we'll probably turn it to them for for a little excerpt here at the halftime show. Uh, really want to recognize them. Uh, they look great in their uniforms. We'll give them a uni combination. If you're listening, uh, black black pants uh, as they have black shoes, and then they will have red, white, and and black kind of tops, you know, marching band uniform type tops. It is going to be a black shoulder, a white sash, if you will, and then they'll have black cuffs on either arm. So a good look, and they'll have black helmets with black plumes. Do you know what a plume is, Ben? I don't. I know what a plum is, but not a plume. <laughs> it's not even close. But it's going to be the feathered piece that goes in, in the top of the band helmet, and it is one of those things you have to take care of because, I don't know, I feel like it's one of those things that it's one of those things if you lose it, it's lost. And so you got to make sure they go in the box, and then they only come out when you're ready to go. Okay, okay. I can do that. It's one of those things you didn't know you needed to know, but now you know. So, But, Ben, we're excited to see that. But, Ben, want to give some shout-outs uh, to, to our sponsors. Again, we've talked about Cadenza, but let's talk about El Himidor. El, El Jimmy's brings a lot to the table each and every week. Uh, Manuel and his crew, if you've ever been there, it really feels like they're taking care of you like you're, you're a guest at their house. It's a great restaurant. They have great chips and salsa, have great specials almost every day. And, and it's just a Blunt County staple. They've been in Browns Creek Shopping Center for as long as I've lived down here. And believe me, because I can tell you how many times I've been down there by my, my, my belt size. But anyway, love El Jimmy's, love the specials they have. They've been a Blunt County sponsor for a long time, and they've been a Rebel Radio sponsor for as long as we've been doing this. Yeah, it's been a staple in the Mets household. I love that chorizo dip that they have. That has the chorizo meat in with the queso. Delicious. I had a chorizo special thing that had eggs in it the other day. It was amazing. But let's jump down to the sideline as we're talking about chorizo and eggs. Hips, are you happy about uh, El Himidor being a sponsor? I mean, I don't think there's anything on their menu that you could go wrong with. I mean, <laughs> everything I've ever had there is incredible. It's amazing. But, but Ben, all, or Chris, all jokes aside, uh, what do you think about the, the Red Rebels' intensity going into the locker room? What do you expect to see coming out? Obviously, we're going to hear from Coach Hunt, but I want to hear from Hips right now. Yeah, fellas, for me, I mean – 
we're still in this game. We're only one touchdown down. Uh, same thing kind of like last week. Uh, we had some incredible drives and just stalled out closer to the uh, end zone. Uh, looks like West is going to stack that box. We already knew that they were going to put eight guys in a box and force us to throw on them. Uh, I see in the second half, you know, trying to stretch that field. I think we had a couple great passes a while ago that did stretch the field, had this uh, West defense railing. And like I said, hopefully we can just continue that in the second half and hopefully with the defense, the same adjustments just like last week. Uh, Got to stop that running game for uh, West and make them more one-dimensional uh, one as well. Yeah, I think Bowers has had a good night so far. We've got to slow that down in the second half to try to get on the winning side of this one. Thanks, Chris. We'll come back to you with the Coach Hunt interview, okay? Thanks, fellas. I think where West is so good, they're so deceptive on their blitz package. They'll come from the left or right. They'll have Jack Keith come up and kind of show that he's coming, and then he'll stay back. That play that Eli Elkins had, they read that perfectly. Keith comes in, Elkins releases him. He pulls towards the Maryville sidelines, makes a nice catch. So, yeah, it's a, like Hippie said, it's going to be a chess match here in the second half. Yeah, and I think you've got to take some of the aggression that West is bringing to the table and make it work against them. I think they know what looks we've given them so far, and so I think you can play off that and deliver in other places. But like I said, the Marching Red Rebels wearing it out on the field. Let's jump down there and give you a little sampling of the great job they're putting on the field here at Jim Renfro Field. Here's the Marching Red Rebels. And what a great job by the Marching Red Rebels as they change songs, change sets. Uh, but really, like I said, Ben, full uniform. This will be the full field show. you got to be excited. They're getting ready to go to competition here in a few weeks, I'm sure. And I, by the looks of what they're putting out here tonight, they're ready. On Thursday night, I came out here to the high school, and it was boiling hot, and they were out there in the parking lot. No shade working on this performance. Hats off to all these kids for an excellent performance this evening. Well, the good thing is, is parking lots, the lines for, for parking, it's uh, it's markers. It's a place where you can say where you need to be. So uh, not surprised they use that to, to get ready for things. Uh, but, Ben, let's take us a break, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show as we recognize more sponsors, talk about social media, and, again, give an update here on our NFHS partnership this week. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. 
Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, again, a, a beautiful field show here for the Marching Red Rebels. Two and a half minutes to go until we kick off this third quarter, at least as it sits right now. Rebels beginning to kind of trickle back on to, to Jim Renfro Field. Uh, again, we've talked about it a lot. But some uh, er- some big time momentum's got to shift in the way of the Red Rebels here in the second half. Yeah, I think you got to think about what we're doing well out there in the field, Wayne. Uh, one penalty for 15 yards to their three penalties for 22 yards. So very similar balanced attack that that we have had in the first half. I think second half we come out, continue to play clean football, and execute. We're going to do just fine. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. We're getting uh, the quarterbacks warmed up. Looks like looks like I'm trying to see. It is going to be it is going to be Jones warming up as well as Manu, so it's good to see him uh, getting out, getting loose throwing. He did get dinged up a little bit in the freshman game, so good to see him healthy right now. But Coulter with the controls, uh, I think he's playing a heck of a game tonight, Ben. I think regardless of the uh, of the response here in the second half, uh, he's leading the clubhouse for player of the game. Yeah, and what I like about his score in the first half was he took a couple big hits in the backfield and he just kept getting up and kept running. Yeah, kept churning those legs, no doubt. And and really in in the face of a West defense that knew it was coming. So I think that's a that's a calling card of a leader, of a physical guy that knows that he's going to take a hit and, and puts his body out there. And let's be honest, he was selling that fake to get some big yardage. So he'd do that fake on the play action, run up towards the right side or the left side and get some big yardage. Yeah, I think he's played a heck of a half of football, and we've got 24 minutes to see just how good it can be. But as the clock is now under a minute, I would expect them to add additional time as the Marching Red Rebels continuing uh, to finish out out there. Uh, But looks like Hips has Coach Hunt down there on the sideline. Hips, so you got the coach. Yeah, fellas, I'm down here with Coach Hunt. Coach Hunt, very fast-paced first half. I mean, it seemed like a momentum swings both ways. Um, What kind of adjustments are you looking in the second half, maybe trying to stop their run game? Uh, We also noticed they're trying to stack the box. Love how we're stretching the field out. Uh, What changes are you looking at? Well, we just got to finish. Obviously, we made plenty of mistakes in the first half, but our kids are fighting so hard, and this is a really good football team. 
that we're playing right now, the defending 5A state champs, and and um, you know, I'll be all the adversity. We're we're fighting, you know, and that's that's what you all you can ask for. Our kids are giving great effort. I'd like to um, execute a little better in the second half and, and try to go win this thing. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Coach. Hey, and Coach Hunt uh, is <laughs> he's always very very upfront. Very he says we've made mistakes, but his kids are fighting their tails off. You gotta love that. Thanks, Hips, for for another great interview. Well, let's not forget that West High School has five starters returning on defense, two seniors. A lot of these guys are top dogs in that region, and they play very strong defensive football. And guess what, Wayne? We have a young defense that's playing at the same level. Yeah, they're they're fighting their tails off and going up against great competition. I think Bradley kind of helped them get along there, uh, get get kind of brought up to speed in a really big hurry. Uh, but that last interview brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville. Again, the quality you deserve for used cars. Stop by, see Smiley Riley, check out all the used cars, get you something nice, tell them we sent you. Yeah, go down there, get a Chick-fil-A biscuit on your way, and uh, go check out some cars down there. I know Chick-fil-A isn't a sponsor, but have you seen that spicy pimento cheese chicken thing? Oh, yeah. I haven't had it, but it may be a Saturday trip for the Kaisers, I've got to admit. But as the Red Rebels get warmed up, they've added a couple minutes back. There's two and a half minutes until we kick away this second half. Let's take another break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll get ready for the second half kickoff, the Cody Nuxle of Keller Williams kickoff for the second half. You're listening to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the finale of the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Looks like warm-up's complete, Ben. Both teams kind of join together, have a moment, have some final words. Now they head to their respective sidelines. Ben, you got to love what, what the Red Rebels have done in the first half, but the job's not done. You're down by seven. West gets the football to open the second half. Again, got 24 minutes to get this right. 
Yeah, the last three ball games we've come out with a lot of intensity. I expect the same. They come running from the Don Story building. They're fired up and ready to go. I do want to, uh, again, appreciate Barnett Roofing for the halftime show sponsorship. Uh, a late ad here in 2023, but nonetheless important. A great company. Do a, do a lot of great roofing work in East Tennessee. If they're, they're our choice, the Rebel Radio's choice, they could be your choice as well. Yeah, they do an excellent job, attention to detail, and quality work. Absolutely. But as the teams get ready to kick this one away, Maryville got the opening kickoff, so West will receive this one. So I expect Sayre to be kicking this one away for the West or for the Maryville Rebels and ultimately hopefully a touchback that lets them start slow in this third quarter. I'll tell you what, when this guy kicks the football, it goes a long way. Yeah, and it it and it doesn't waste any time getting there. Not that it's a dart. But it, it kind of hangs and drives. It's kind of a good-looking kick. And in a lot of ways, especially with the skill position players that we've seen the last couple weeks, you don't need them touching the football. Right. Looks like late, but nevertheless getting out there is Knox West as Sarah will set the tee and get ready to kick this one away from his own 40-yard line as the Rebels will face toward the high school, towards Don Story Athletic Center, going right to left here on Jim Renfro Field. Looks like Burdine will be deep, or Bowers will be deep. Burdine, and looks like number two, that is going to be, or sorry, number three, Thad Sterling, will be deep. Looks like Sayre will step it off. He'll start from his own 30. Again, big leg needs a big lead. Looks like Bowers will step out to his own three-yard line. Sayre's going to kick this one away. A high spinner. Let's see if he gets a return. He will not as it'll go two yards deep in the end zone. Touchback, and Knox West will have to bring it out to their own 20-yard line. Sayre got the result he was looking for, buddy. 12 minutes to go here in the third. Again, no no time took off as it didn't get returned. So it will be uh, first and 10 West going left to right. They'll head towards Cedar Street. Again, as the the sun is fully down, lights are fully on, and uh, again, 24 minutes for a victory. Got Mason Ball, Caleb Reeves, Hunter Olivet in and backer. Yeah, Royal Curtis, Hutton Jones will be the corners. Dance for West will be the quarterback. He will stand in shotgun. He's going to move three into motion, and they're going to hand it to Bowers. Bowers going to be met in the backfield, Ben, and there's an adjustment. First and that, or first and ten, turned second and twelve. Nice stop for the defense. Run the ball up the middle. Zach Hampill gets into the backfield, makes a nice tackle. Yeah, that was Thad Sterling in motion, but looks like looks like Bowers. They're gonna say, trying to see, looks like maybe just a loss of one. They'll say second and eleven, long eleven. Dan's going to take a shotgun snap, a little three. Now five-step drops. Going to look to get it to Bowers. It's going to be in and out of the hands of the big guy. They're going to call it incomplete. It'll be third and 11, Ben. Yeah, the blindside bandit Caleb Reeves gets in the backfield and forces him to throw that ball a lot earlier than he wanted to. Incomplete pass. Yeah, I think it was going to be a three, four-step drop at most, but the pressure upfield forced Dance to kind of bounce it on back. And I think it threw the timing off. He threw off his back foot. Bowers couldn't. That too, you would have made a nice tackle right there. And looks like they're going to move it directly to the center of the field. Dance will be by himself in the backfield. They'll have stack set to the right-hand side, two receivers to the left, two to the right. Dance trying to get the hard count, not going to get it. He'll take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to look to throw it. It is going to be 
caught at the sticks, and they're going to say he holds on to it. Needed 11, Ben, got 12. That's going to be a West first down. Had a lot of cushion over there. Does a 10-yard stick out route. Hutton Jones collapses, makes a nice form tackle. Well, Hutton couldn't really undercut that route because there wasn't anybody behind him, so he had to keep the receiver in front of him. Just a good throw and catch by West. Dance looks to Bowers. He's going to say, hey, this may come your way. Now he's going to look to see if he can get the hard count. They're going to say they're going to say we did move, and they're going to give him five free yards. West is going to get us to jump. It's going to be first and five next time snapped. On the cadence there, looks like it drew number 44, Jonah Arms off. And check that, in the backfield is not, is not Mr. Bowers. That is going to be number seven, Devin Jamison. Dance is going to look to the sideline. Now he's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jamison. Jamison's going to get up the middle of the field, get free. He's going to get across the 40, cross the 45, and they're going to say down at the West 48-yard line. It's going to be another West first down. Able to get past that first line of defense, just works up the hash marks. Hunter Olivet has to pull towards the middle of the field, make the tackle. One cut by Jamison really made the difference. He kind of ran the back of his offensive lineman. Would have liked to got him right there, but once he cut right, he had a lot of green grass in front of him. It's going to be Dance. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Still Jamison straight behind him. It's going to stack set to the left. He'll take the shotgun snap, hands it to Jamison. He's going to go right. He's going to get free, get into Rebel territory. They're going to say down to the Rebel 46-yard line, and that's where it's going to be second down four to go. Stack it heavy on that left side. It's a counter play back towards the right in the Maryville sidelines. Hunter Olivet breaks down, makes the tackle. Yeah, that's going to be a pickup of six on first down. It'll be second and four, 9.48 to go here in the third quarter. Again, if you're just joining us, 14-7 to seven in favor of West. Going to be dancing shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jamison again. He's going to go to the left, and he's going to get chopped, stopped, and dropped right at the line to gain. They're going to say a yard loss on that one. It'll be third and five. Couple of guys sitting at the dinner table there. Caleb Reeves gets in there, knocks them back a little bit. Mason Ball just cleans it up. Big third down here for the Rebel defense. Again, a couple of those here early going in the third quarter. Dan's going to be by himself in the backfield. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Stack set to the right side of the formation. He's going to take a high shotgun snap. No drop. It's going to be picked off. It's going to be picked off by Hutton Jones. He's going to get into West Territory, down to the 47, and another Delosier Auction Company, turn them back for the Rebel defense. Hutton Jones lifted loot on that play, buddy. He just gets in front of the receiver, makes a nice catch. Interception, Red Rebels. Well, just undercut the route indeed and then knew what to do with it once he had it. He got he got going towards Don Story and got into West Territory. Rebels on offense now and cooking. It's going to be Graham Coulter quickly out. He's going to have two receivers left, one to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, play action, Price Davis. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and we're going to see if he gets back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to say no. They're going to say one-yard loss. Again, that's the adjustment West has made. They're going to stop the quarterback keeper. It's going to be second and 11. It's just too easy for number 44, C.J. Smith, to get in the backfield make that tackle. Again, paint the picture. Graham Coulter is going to be in shotgun formation looking to the sideline. He's going to have three receivers close side. He'll have no one out wide right. He'll have Eli Elkins kind of down with his hand in the dirt. 
He's going to take the shotgun snap. Graham Coulter, he's going to deliver out to Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett cuts it back upfield. He's going to get down to the west 46-yard line. They're going to say a pickup of two there. It's going to be third and nine. Barrett catches that ball right behind Cohen Babley out in the perimeter, tries to work his way up the field. Number 21, Bryson Leva makes the tackle. They're going to get together and actually say just a one-yard gain. It'll be third and ten. It'll be Graham Coulter looking to Coach Hunt for the play. He'll actually flip his trips. It'll be to the right-hand side of the formation, and then they'll have one to the left. Britton Barrett looks to be one-on-one. It'll be six-on-six as uh, Britton Barrett and Six Horde uh, on on each other right here. Graham Coulter's in shotgun. He'll take that snap, little three-step drop, wants to throw it. Looking, looking. He's got to have Price Davis, and it's going to try to thread the defenders, and punching that one away will be number 15 for Knox West. That is Ryan Scott. Good deception by the West High School football team there. They had lean safety support on that side of the field, and when the ball was snapped, number 15, Ryan Scott, collapsed and knocks the ball away. It's going to be fourth and ten. We will send pump formation out with Zeke McCoy, not able to to really make a lot of that big interception there by Hutton Jones. We'll punt it back to West, and looks like Bowers will be the lone deep man for the West Rebels. Let's work that field position game. I would say we kick it away from that guy. Zeke McCoy is going to get it, and he will kick it away from his own 42-yard line. That's going to be a high spinner, and it is going to go out of bounds into the student section nearly, and they're going to say out of bounds after not a long way to go. They're going to go straight ahead and say went out of bounds at the West 35-yard line. Yeah, I think Zeke would probably like that one back, just hits the ball straight up, tried to get it more towards the corner of the field, so – just stayed up there a little too long out of bounds, Wayne. Yeah, I think it's going to net somewhere 23, 25 yards on the on the punt. And then ultimately West back out on offense. Check it, 12-yard punt. Again, I called it from where his foot hit it, not from where the line of scrimmage was. Dance is going to get back out on offense for West. He'll be in shotgun. He'll have Bowers back in the backfield behind him. They're going to give it to the big guy after the rest. He's going to go straight ahead forward off left tackle, and he's going to go straight ahead across the the west 40-yard line out to the west 43-yard line, and that's going to be a nice pickup of eight for the big guy, and it's going to be second and two. Trying to continue up the middle of the field there, Royal Curtis and Hunter Olivet collapse and make the tackle. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Dance is going to put Sterling in motion, hands it back to Bowers. Bowers is going to go left side, and he's going to pick up a backpack quickly, but not before he gets across the line to gain. First and ten Rebels as he gets out to the west 46-yard line. Good play up there by Caleb Reeves. He got back there, just couldn't prevent him from getting that first down. And they'll quickly set the ball, and West doesn't really much huddle as they're going to quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. They'll keep two receivers to the right. One to the left. They'll stack a tight end to the left side of the formation. It'll be actually Jamison in the backfield with Dance. Jamison's going to get the football. He's going to try to get wide left. He does. He gets across the 50, across the 45, 40, 35, and he is going to be caught from behind. Trying to get that number. That's going to be Hunter Olivet that catches him from behind to stop stop the score. Yeah, able to get out towards the west sidelines, work his way up the sidelines. Hunter Olivet eventually makes the tackle. Caleb Reeves slowed him down a bit there. There was a flag on the play, unsure as, as to what that's going to be. It's going to be a personal foul against Maryville. Horse, Horse collar. collar. Well, I think by any means necessary is what that call was. As uh, you get 15 yards, but you give up, you know, if you don't do it, you give up six points. 
They're going to quickly step that one off. The after penalty yardage, the new line of scrimmage will be at the Red Rebel 15-yard line as we're now under six and a half to go here in the third quarter, 627 to be exact, before the next snap. Dance will put man in motion. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Jamison. Jamison's going to go off left guard, go straight ahead forward, and not much doing as he's going to get down to the Rebel 15-yard line. I think that's going to be no gain on the play, second and ten. Tried to cut towards the hash marks in between that left guard and left tackle there. Mason Ball slicing and dicing gets in the backfield there. Yeah, making adjustments up front for the Red Rebels, trying to trying to keep fresh legs in there to, to kind of get in, in the backfield and try to break up some of this run game. Dance going to stay in shotgun. He'll have Bowers behind him. They're going to give it to Bowers. Bowers going to go right. He's going to get free. Bowers going to get inside the ten-yard line, down past the seven, down to the Rebels' six-yard line. And that is where he'll come to rest. That's short of the line to gain. Uh, looks like he needed about the five-yard line, so it'll be just uh, it'll be third and short. Broke a couple tack- tackles on that right side, hit up the middle of the field. Matthew Covert wraps him up and goes on a sled ride to take him down. And it's going to be dancing shotgun. He'll take that snap. He's going to hand it to Jamison. Jamison's going to try to go right. He'll get the first down, get inside the five-yard line, down to the four-yard line. Little quick shout out before the next play. James and Mary Ruth Davidson in Virginia watching on our NFHS network. Again, appreciate the support of Maryville High School. Appreciate you watching, and I hope you're enjoying uh, some of Ben and I's uh, banter a little bit. But thanks for watching, James and Mary Ruth Davidson. Yeah, James and Mary Ruth, go Red Rebels. Back to the line of scrimmage will be Dance for West, and he's going to try to get the hard count. And looks like he's going to get it. Rebel, Rebel front not happy with themselves. Uh, going to give some free yardage. Inside the four, though, it's going to be a two-yard penalty, half the distance to the goal. Looks so like, it'll be first and goal from the two. Looks like the jump was on number 76, Bryce Goins. Quickly dance back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to have Bowers behind him. I think the big fellow will finish this one. Bowers going to push straight ahead forward, and they're going to say he breaks the plane. Touchdown west, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed it now reads west 20 and your red rebels seven looks like they'll send on the field goal unit for the extra point attempt had the big run and the horse collar to set him up for that touchdown Wayne. yeah unfortunately this is a this is a team especially with bowers and, and giving him a good break there early in the third quarter had fresh legs had a lot of power it's going to be hard to slow him down for two yards 434 to go in the third quarter denzo scoreboard now reached 20 to 7. It's going to be Schmid with the extra point attempt. It is going to be up and good. And West now leads your Red Rebels 21-7 here in the Junk Be Gone game of the week. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. We'll be right back. 95.7 Duke FM. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. This is Coach Ramsey. I coach the defensive line. Listen to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. 
And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. West just scores a touchdown, makes it 21-7 in favor of the West Rebels, and looks like the Rebels will try to kind of answer that and get back. It's going to be a low spinner. It will bounce, bounce, and go through the back of the end zone. It'll end up being a touchback, and the Rebels will come out to their own 20 to start this one. Well, you had the turnover by Hutton Jones, and you really wanted to maximize that opportunity. You didn't. You punt the ball short. They come down the field, make a big run. You get the horse collar, and they end up scoring a touchdown. Yeah, it's just uh, an unfortunate sequence of events. Some self-inflicted, some just benefits of what West is able to do, but nonetheless got a bigger hole to dig out of here. Graham Coulter brings it to the line. He'll stay in shotgun. Two receivers to the left. Price Davis to his left hip pocket. He takes the snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis. Price lowers the shoulder, goes straight ahead forward, and he is going to be near the 21-yard line. They're going to say a pickup of one on second down. It'll be second and – or on first down, it'll be second nine. Sorry. That's some tough yardage there for Price. He's hit by number 44, C.J. Smith. That last series by West, seven plays, 65 yards, 255 time of possession. Back to the line of scrimmage. Coulter is actually going to move. He's going to move Britton Barrett out wide right. He'll have two to the left, two to the right. Price Davis to his left hip pocket. He'll now put Eli Elkins in motion. Now they're going to roll the pocket to the left. Coulter wanting to throw the football. Now he's going to just tuck it and run. He's going to go across the 25, and they're going to say that's where he comes to rest. That's going to be a pickup of four on second down. Sets up third and five. Made something out of nothing there. There was a slight, there's a small window on the pass out there in the perimeter. Smart decision to keep it, run with the football. Tackle made by number 35, Ahmad Muhammad. 3.33 to go here in the third quarter of play. Rebels would like to cut into this West lead before we hit the fourth quarter. Coulter checks the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to be by himself in the backfield. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. He's going to put actually Price Davis into motion left to right. Now he's going to take the shot. He's going to flip it out to Price Davis. No, he's going to flip it out to the up man. I believe that's going to be Manu. Manu's going to get the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down and more as he'll get out to the Maryville 40-yard line. First and 10 Rebels out uh, with some breathing room, Ben. Well call played there by Maryville. Pressure came from the outside by number tw- by number 20. Chase Brody turns, throws the ball on the perimeter. Get some big yardage, number 15, Ryan Scott on the tack. And looks like Manu rolled up on there at the end of the play, gets up a little gingerly, and is going to get helped off the field. Huge play for Charlie, and really hate to see him, uh, you know, just kind of kind of injured there coming off that play. Look how close these guys are. Britton Baird out there to make sure his guy's okay. Yeah, always checking on him. Coach Hunt meets him at midfield to make sure the big playmaker that just happened is okay to get, get – uh, Kind of get worked on. He's going to need some help off the field, uh, but he he just made a huge play for his offense. Wish he, the best for him. He's a he's a great kid, hard worker, comes from a great family. And the speed, Wayne, the speed. Charlie's got five returns on the year for 213 yards on kickoff. Yeah, thoughts are with Charlie Manu. Uh, just a just a great play and just got rolled up on. Hope he's okay. Coulter takes a shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price gets free, gets across the 45-yard line, out to the 48. Price says, I want it all. He gets 11 right there, Ben. Another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. The toughness. Five West High School football players jump on his face, and he pushes them back. Number 24, Antarius McAllister led the tackle. Pushes into West Rebel territory down to the West 48-yard line. Coulter quickly jumps forward, gets the the check. 
Now he's going to have a stacked up Eli Elkins. He's going to take a shotgun snap, play action to Price. Delivers out to Britton Barrett. He gets past the first guy, gets into the 45, down to the 43-yard line of West. And that's going to be a nice pickup there on first down. It's going to bring up second and five. Second and five. They're going to say he got stopped short at the 43-yard line. Number one, Antoine Burdine gets in the backfield, makes the initial contact before number 28, Jack Keith, cleans it up. Yeah, I like the play there, just getting that little screen pass and giving your playmakers a chance to make one. Coulter quickly back in shotgun formation, checks the play. Now he's going to take the snap, and he gives it to Price Davis. Price gets free, gets across the 40-yard line, inside the 40, down near the 35, and they'll say that's where he gets to. That'll be enough to, for, to move the sticks. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Price gets past the first line of defense, about the 40-yard line, makes a nice stutter step towards the middle of the field. Eventually, number one, Antoine Burdine makes the tackle. I'll tell you, you talk about sportsmanship. Number 53 for the Red Rebels just showed a lot of it. Alex Boyd sees a West Rebel player that's just having a cramp right now. Very physical game, and he helps him try to stretch it out until the the medical staff for West can get out on the field. Alex, you're my hero, man. Yeah, and Coach Hunt talks about it. This is more than football playing playing here at Maribel. Yeah, he's a great kid, and you know what? He understands these are two teams that want to win. You know, it's not it's not personal. I think sometimes you put it that way. But at the end of the day, these are two teams working their tails off to win a football game. Yeah, you respect your opponent. Yeah, that was that was Antoine Burdine. Uh, he's going to get up, get off the field on his own help. It looks like he's still a little a little sore. Uh, uh, cramps are they're hard to deal with, but he gets off the field. He'll he'll step out for a play or two, try to get that worked out. Quickly back, they're going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Eli Elkins will stack to the right side of the formation. Price Davis will be to the left of Graham Coulter as he'll stay in shotgun formation. I think you, you, like, this, uh, you like this matchup, Cohen Beyblay across the middle. Graham Coulter, he's going to stand in shotgun, moves Price to his right hip pocket. Now he's going to give it to Price again. Price going to go straight ahead forward. Inside the 35, he's going to pick up a couple. He'll bring up second and eight. Just cuts the ball towards that hash mark on the Maryville sideline side. Goes up the middle of the field, number 35, Antoine Mohammed on the tackle. 123 to go here in the third quarter. If you're just joining us, 21 for the West Rebels, 7 for our homestanding Red Rebels, trying to make that change here just shortly. Graham Coulter stays in shotgun. He'll have all his receivers to the left side this time. He takes the snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis. Price going to pick his poise and get inside the 30-yard line, try to back his way down a little farther, and they're going to say his forward progress stopped at the 28. It's going to set up third and three, third and three. Price is fighting with a lot of fury right now. Three guys trying to take him down, and the refs have to eventually blow the whistle, stop his progress. Yeah, Price acting like he hasn't played nearly every offensive snap of this football game. He's playing with a lot of heart right now, under a minute to go. Quickly break the huddle. Now they're going to have Zeke to the left, and, and it's going to be Britton Barrett to the right. It's going to be a shotgun snap. Now now Graham's going to pull it down, keeping himself. He goes straight ahead forward, needed to get to the 25-yard line, and they're going to say stop short. They're going to say stopped at the 27. So it's going to bring up fourth and two as this third quarter comes close to an end. It's going to be the 27-yard line, fourth and two. Ten seconds to go here in the third quarter. I think we head to the fourth. Initial contact there was made by number 15, Ryan Scott. 
As both teams walk to their respective sidelines, they will let the clock hit zero in the third quarter. And at the end of three, as we head to four, the West High School Rebels 21, your home standing Red Rebels 7. We've got 12 minutes to go to get this one back. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team, and now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Marivel. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at denzocareers.com slash Marivel and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to the fourth quarter of the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. End of quarter stats brought to you by Cadunza. If you look at total yardage, 53 plays, 202 for the Red Rebels, 33 plays, 215 for West. Yardage-wise, still very close. Unfortunately, scoreboard, two scores gap. Let's get a first down right here, Wayne. Need to score right here to make it make something work here. It's going to be Coulter now going toward Cedar Street. He's on his He's on the west 27-yard line, needs two yards to keep this drive alive. Coulter's got two receivers to the right. He's going to move Eli Elkins. He's going he's to give it to Price Davis. Price going to go straight ahead forward, and nothing doing, nothing doing. They're going to be caught at the line of scrimmage and dropped, Ben. That's going to be a turn back, turnover on downs. West defense knew what was happening there. Had a lot of players in the tackle box. Number 18, Andrew Smith adjusts. With Eli Elkins, gets over there and makes the tackle. It's going to be a turnover on downs. West will bring the offense back out, Ben. You, you know that's your bell cow. You know Price Davis is where you got to go. I think that was probably a, a little bit of an RPO as far as you could give it to Price or you could pull it back out. I think the way Price was running on that drive, you got you got to like the play call, just not the result. Absolutely. Anderson is a great linebacker. He made a nice adjustment there. 11.53 to go in this one, 21-7 West. Dance and offense back out on the field. He'll have one receiver to the right, two to the left. He'll have Bowers straight behind him. He hands it to the big guy. Bowers with the football. He's going to go off right yard and go straight ahead forward, cross the 30-yard line. They're going to say out to the 31. That's going to be a pickup of it's going to be a pickup of four on first down. That's going to be second and six. Gets to the 30-yard line, tries to cut towards the west sidelines, and number 20, Mason Ball, makes the tackle. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage, same formation. And Dance wants the football. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to hand it to Bowers. Bowers goes right, and he's going to be met in the backfield, and he's going to get introduced quickly to uh, let's get the number on that freight train. Number 76, Bryce Goins gets in the backfield, just tears him to pieces. I'll tell you this, probably Bowers doesn't get high, hit high a whole lot and actually get taken down, but uh, Goins just said, I got your huckleberry. Dance back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to stay in shotgun. Two receivers left, two to the right. Let's get in the backfield, Rebels. Dance is going to take a little one-step drop. He's going to have to flush the pocket. We're going to get a hand on him. We're going to stick him near the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get a head forward back near the original, and it's going to bring up fourth down. Nice stand by the Rebel defense. 
He shreds a couple tackles, gets up to about the 28-yard line, and then cuts towards the middle of the field. Matthew Covert's right there to knock him down. I don't know if it was 99 or who it was, but there was a defensive lineman that had all West Rebels in his face. Maybe Lucas Garman got a hand on him, slowed him down, and the Calvary took took a dance down the rest of the way. Got to love that group group there. They're going to send out the punt unit. That's victory. That's a Delosier Auction Company. Turn them back. That's going to be a defensive stop for Delosier Auction Company. Looks like deep for the Rebels will be Zeke McCoy. He will stand at the at the Maryville 39-yard line looking to receive this. And looks like Lamar Brown not happy. He's going to have to burn a timeout, not on the same page with his punt unit. He takes a timeout, Ben. Let's take one with him. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies, to check out the Village Tinker just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! From the Hep Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. West End pump formation. They will kick this one away, and looks like Zeke McCoy wants a fair catch, and he will take it at the Rebel 33-yard line. That's where it'll take over first and ten. Ben, this junk be gone game of the week has been a dandy as both teams battling. Again, the scoreboard not in our favor, but you've never seen quit in this Red Rebel football team. Yeah, going through Tums and blood pressure medicine up here, Wayne. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the heartburn's coming from more. It's just the the struggle, or was it some uh, some of that hot sauce we had earlier? Anyway, Graham Coulter is going to bring the troops back out. He's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll have Price Davis to his right hip pocket. He's going to move Eli Elkins right to left across the formation. Now he'll have trips to the left, takes the snap. He's going to three, five-step drop. Now he's going to flush it out. Price Davis with the football, cross the 35, cross the 40, cross the 42, three, four, and he will get out to the 45-yard line, 12-yard pickup on first down, little flush play, Ben, and Price Davis with big 12. Yeah, just release those uh, defenders on the right side, and C.J. Smith has to come down and make that tackle. Big run there by Price Davis. Yeah, nice play against West's aggression. But nine and a half minutes to play in this one. Maryville's got a score here. Coulter and shotgun. He's trying to get the hard count. Now he takes the snap. Play action to Price Davis. Now he wanted to get it to Britton Barrett in and out of the hands. It was a little high and overthrown. Britton wants the uh, Britton wants the PI, but they're going to say tip ball. I yeah, that's that's what drove it high. Yeah, tipped at the line there. He wanted the PI, but that's what happened. Graham Coulter quickly gets to the line of scrimmage. He has a small huddle, quickly breaks it. Now he'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Cohen Bayble, Zeke McCoy to the left, going to be Britton Barrett to the right. Stacked up Eli Elkins to the left side of the formation. Price Davis to Coulter's left. Check it right. Hip pocket. 
Going to stay in shotgun. He'll stand on his own 40-yard line, takes the snap. Three-step drop, wants to throw it. It's going to be a long pass down the field, and it is going to be caught by Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett, ladies and gentlemen, needed 10, and he got 13. That's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, check it, 14 yards on the catch. I love the play by Britton Barrett. He gets a little payback there on six horde, kind of bumps off him on that out route, makes a nice catch. I like the physicality there. We're going to need it. Graham Coulter looks to the sideline, trying to get the play. Now he'll have trips to the left and Britton Barrett to the right. Again, six on six. As Britton Barrett and Six Horde been locked up most of the night. It's going to be a pitch play to Price Davis. Price going to try to get free. Gets across the 40-yard line. Spins his way down inside the 40, down to the west 36-yard line, 37-yard line. And that's going to be a nice pickup on first down. Yeah, Price makes a nice cut. Makes Anderson Smith work over there. Second and five upcoming. Somebody lost a towel on the field. I thought it was a flag. Coulter quickly back to the shotgun formation. Two to the left, two to the right. Now he's going to move Eli Elkins to the right side of the formation. Takes the snap. Play action to Price Davis. Wants to throw it. He's going to have to try to get rid of it, and he is going to chuck the football up in the air. Luckily, they're going to say it hit the ground. They're going to say he was down, and it's going to be a live to fight another play. Third down and a good minute. Yeah, Eli Elkins switches sides, heads over towards the west sidelines. It was designed for him. C.J. Smith gets in the backfield, applies a lot of pressure. Refs call him down. Yeah, I think he he tried to change his direction and ultimately lost his footing. Coulter looks to the sideline, not affected. Third and long, and he'll just have to throw it long. Near eight minutes to play in this one. Got to turn the tempo up. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Coulter gets the play, checks it at the line of scrimmage. Flips Price Davis left to right. Takes the shotgun snap. Three-step drop, wants to throw it. Going to throw across. Across the middle, intended receiver was Cohen Beyblade. He was right at the hash mark, high and outside, and it is going to fall incomplete. It'll be fourth and 15, but, Ben, you're kind of in the middle with no man's land, as we call it, 7.50 to go in this one, down two scores. I don't think the punt is a – it's not a play in the playbook anymore. Yeah, and the defense has played very well in the quarter, so I I think you go for – obviously go for it here. Graham Coulter agrees. He's going to be by himself in the backfield. He'll have two receivers to the left, three to the right, and they're going to flip. Looks like they're going to flip Beyblade and Zeke McCoy. Zeke will be kind of in the middle. Beyblade, the, kind of the postman. Coulter's going to take the snap. He's going to three-step drop. He's going to look to uncork it. Long ball to Zeke McCoy. Zeke's got it. Zeke's got it inside the five-yard line, down to the two. What a throw. What a catch by Graham Coulter. They swip Babley and McCoy. McCoy goes to the slot, just runs a fade towards the cone. Double coverage on C.J. Smith. They block and give plenty of time to the quarterback. Nice catch until Interius McAllister makes the tackle. Amazing throw and catch. Zeke McCoy gets rolled up on but gets out of play, and so we'll continue to roll with it. Thoughts are with Zeke, man. Don't want to see that guy go down. Just made a heck of a play for the Red Rebels. 7.28 to go in this one. Graham Coulter with a dime piece just dropped to Zeke McCoy. Graham Coulter takes the snap, and they're going to stop this one. They're going to blow it dead. I'm trying to see. It looks like it may be against West. Well, I think Coach Hunt wanted it to be against West. It is going to go against the Red Rebels. They're going to back us up. They're going to say false start. going to step this one out. They're going to say he was down at the three because this five-yard penalty brings it out to the eight. We're 
going to see what, what shakes out here. Again, it's going to be first and goal from the eight-yard line. Graham Coulter looking to the sideline to get the play. He's got it, and he'll get them out in formation. Two receivers to the left, Price Davis to his left hip pocket. West looks confused. Graham Coulter's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price gets off right guard down near the five-yard line. He's going to pick up three of the penalty yards and get second and goal from the five. Looked like he had one man to beat, makes a cut on that hash mark towards the corner of the end zone. Wyatt DeRoche, number 46, makes the tackle. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage again. Graham Coulter, he is, is waiting on every play as he looks to the sideline, just wanting to get it right. Eli Elkins, he's stacked up to the right side of this formation. Two receivers to the left, and Price Davis to Coulter's left hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis. He jumps the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get down near the goal line. They're going to say down at the one, and it's going to be third and goal from the one-yard line. Blood pressure is high, Ben, right here. We might need to check with Ken Main on that one. We might be at the half-yard line. Ryan Scott makes the tackle. Ken says no half yards, one-yard line. Graham Coulter takes the snap. He's going to hand it to Price again. Price into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Huge play for Price Davis as the seas part, and he steps his way into the Rebel end zone and bend the Denzo scoreboard just changed. Well-deserving for Price Davis. He's been working his tail off here in the second half, bust through the end zone, and the end zone is painted in red, Wayne. Well, love the physicality of that offensive line. They've been on the field a lot tonight. They were just rewarded with six big points from Price Davis. Jamerson on to attempt. Beyblay will hold. Snap is good, hold is good, kick is up, and kick is good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads the West Rebels 21, your Red Rebels 14. You're listening right here on 95.7 Duke FM. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible, or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and GAS approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 10 plays, 67 yards, 4 minutes off the clock, and a big Red Rebel touchdown. Huge outing there for Price Davis as he refused to lose, went into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Let's turn the wick up, baby. 10 plays, 67 yards, 4 minutes, time of possession. What do you expect? We're going to fight until the end on this one. Sayre's going to look to kick it away. Ball will sit at the Rebel 40-yard line. He'll kick left to right. He'll kick towards Cedar Street. Looks like deep will be Bowers. Sarah is going to put it all into this one, and Bowers going to go back and watch it bounce into the end zone, touchback, and the West Rebels will bring it out to the 20. Huge play. You mentioned it in the break, Ben. That, that touchdown was built off a Red Rebel defensive stop. A huge momentum shift here, 5.58 to go, so you need another one. But at the end of the day, the fight of this Red Rebel football team's amazing. Yeah, and let's not forget on fourth down that catch by Britton Barrett. I mean, what a what a big time catch and what a big time throw by Coulter. 
Yeah, Coulter, honestly. Uh, to McCoy. That was Coulter to McCoy. Coulter to McCoy, absolutely. But he, Coulter has has driven this team, has took the range, took the keys, took the keychain. I don't. He's got the whole thing. He's parking in the garage tonight. It's going to be dancing shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, and he'll stack his tight end to the right side. They're going to hand it to Bowers again. Bowers, big guy's going to go straight ahead forward. A little shoestring tackle, and they're going to say he gets out to the 25-yard line. Pick up a five on first down. Just runs behind the center towards the middle of the field there. Matthew Covert slows him down. Mason Ball cleans it up. Looks like checking out of the game is going to be 74 Henry Chambers, and we'll see who's checking in. Trying to get a name. Looks like 43 is going to check in. That's going to be Zach Hample. Playing a big package there up front for the Rebels. Dan's going to keep Bowers straight behind him. He'll keep that two receivers to the right, one to the left. He flips his tight end left to right across the formation. And now they're actually going to say, is it going to be delay of game? False start. False start. Okay, saw the play clock at zeros. And so it looks like it's going to be a false start against West. So... All that five yards that Bowers gained just lost. It's going to be second and ten. It came from the sideline referee. Could have been some movement down there by number five for West. But wide receiver, David Drada. 5-17 to play in this one. West leads 21-14 over our Red Rebels. Just looking for a defensive stop here. Dance going to keep two receivers to the left, one to the right, going to flip it. Now he's going to take a three-step drop, rolls the pocket to the right, wants to throw it, and it is going to be in and out of the hands of Bowers. Again, a face full of Rebels as he tossed that one. He's just lucky it's incomplete, third down, third and ten. Tries to make a pitch there. We get a lot of Red Rebels in the backfield, including Mason Ball, number 20. He was right there to make the tackle for lost yardage if it happened. Huge play right here with 5.01 to go. Third and ten for the West Rebels. Ball on their own 20-yard line. And the Rebels, they need it. They need it. They don't want it, Ben. They need it. Hunter Olivet and company flipping around. Looks like Jonah Arm's going to try to get in there. And looks like there's going to be a flag. Movement. Movement up front for West. And that's going to be five more in favor of the Red Rebels. And that's going to be third and 15. Well executed by Jonah Arms. He lines up on the left side, rushes over to the right side. That draws that guard. For a, off, for a false start. The sideline is one the faithful involved, and they respond on their feet here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. 5-0-1 to play, third and 15. Dance and West up against their own goal line. He's going to put his man in motion. He's going to give it to Bowers. Bowers going to get wide right. He's going to get caught. He's going to get chopped, and he's going to get down at the 20-yard line. That's going to be a nice stop there. Pick up a five on the play, but it's going to be fourth and ten from their own 20. Tries to make a scoot towards that west sideline. Matthew Covert's there and says, no, sir. A huge stop for this Rebel defense. you got to think that, that West has to punt this away. Up seven, under five to play. They've got, to, they've got to trust their defense, but I'm loving ours. Deja vu. It looks like they're kicking from the same spot they did in the previous drive. It's on the far hash if you're where we're standing. And, yeah, they'll punt this one away. Their, their punter, uh, like we talked about, he hasn't been out there much. I think that's going to be – it's 40. It's going to be Jones Bolig. And looks like deep for us, it's going to be a – 
be 89, and I think he's just going to stay away from it. It's going to take a west bounce. It's going to go inside the Maryville 45, and it's going to come to rest at the Maryville 40-yard line. And they are jacked on the sideline for the Red Rebels. All they wanted was a chance, Ben, to go down here and tie this football game, and with 3.55 to go, they've got their opportunity. Back-to-back, well-executed defensive stops, and then they're on the kick. They see a freshman, Colton Faust, back there to return it. You don't know anything about the freshman. Just kick it away from him. Yeah, and and it looked to to work out for us. Not a bad west roll. It does come to rest at the Red Rebel 40-yard line, and we've got about 60 yards to go to tie this one up. 3.55 to play. Coulter has went wire to wire to this point. He's going to be in shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap, and looks like this one's going to be blown dead. Looks like we moved, and that's going to be five free ones for West. Stacked heavy and just tried to run it a little early before the cadence evolved, and we're going to get flagged for that false start, Wayne. Yeah, I think sometimes you see you see the opening before you hit the opening, and right there we just jumped before we could we could get the ball off. So just snap and reset. Now we have 65 yards to go to tie this one up. 3.53 to play. As the faithful faithful willing this one forward. Going to have Eli Elkins, Jonah Arms to the left side of the formation. Two receivers to the right. That's going to be Britton Barrett, Cohen Bayblay. Graham Coulter is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Price. Price is going to go behind his blocker. He's going to go straight ahead forward. Nearly gets the, the penalty yardage back. And they're going to say he did get to the 40, so it'll be second and 10. Took every bit of that West High School defense to take Price down as he tried to earn all that yardage back to the sticks, the original spot of this drive. He was very patient there, went behind his blockers. You love the way he runs, and right there got some penalty yardage back, second and 10. He's going to have trips to the right-hand side, one to the left. We'll see how he stacks this up. Grant Coulter takes a snap. He's going to three-step drop. Now he's going to just have to pooch it out in the flat. Price Davis is there. Price is going to be met behind the line of scrimmage, and he's going to say a one-yard loss there, and it's going to be third and 11. That play was designed to let the defenders release into the backfield. It just wasn't there, Wayne. Price gets tackled in the backfield. Well, they just had some safety help over the top to, to kind of get that safety valve if it was the option. It was. They read it well. They stopped him. Third and 11 upcoming. You can't sit on it. You got to get this thing downfield. Third and 11. I think you got two plays to get it. Wyatt DeRoche credited for that tackle. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Price Davis will be to the left hip pocket. Takes the snap. Three-step drop, wants to throw it. He's going to throw left. Who's out there? And it is going to be knocked away from the intended receiver, Britton Barrett. I thought he got there early, Ben. No call, fourth down. Yeah, Connor Cummins was all over him before the ball got there, but no call on the on the play. Fourth and 11 with two minutes, 30 seconds to go, Ben. Here's the game. you got to convert here to keep this one alive. Graham Coulter looks to the sideline. Looks like you've got Nolan White into this game as receiver, so all hands on deck. Two minutes, 30 seconds, they're going to get to the line of scrimmage. Plenty of time on the play clock, get it right. Two to the left, two to the right. Graham Coulter's going to step one guy off. He's going to look to get the snap, gets the snap, three-step drop, wants to throw it. He's going to go long, and it is going to be knocked away, and it is going to be incomplete. And West is really, they're juiced right now. It was an out route designed near the west sideline, near the first down marker, number two, Marshawn Bowers on the coverage. 
And I actually think they're going to give him the pick. I thought he kind of picked it off but didn't get his feet in bounds. But that's actually going to it's going to help Maryville as it's going to push them back. That's going to push West back near midfield. They're going to be at the Red Rebel 49-yard line. 2.25 to go in this one. Maryville does have all three timeouts. So West can't, can't salt this one away. We've had two good defensive stops. Let's get a third right here, Wayne. Yeah, the Lozier has been all over this one, and defensively, we've been on it tonight. 2.25 to play. It's going to be Danson West going right to left. He's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Jamison. Jamison's just going to slide down on the power M. He's going to get down to the Rebel 47-yard line. So a pickup of two there on first down, be second and eight. Maryville's going to take a timeout. Elite Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. This is head coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. 221 to go, Ben. Just coming out of a timeout. You're on defense, just trying to stop this West team one more time. Give your offense a chance to tie this one up. Again, we're on. I mean, it's the bottom of the ninth, two outs right now. And we've been playing good defense the last couple of series. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep up that intensity. Dances in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. And looks like Jamison, the smaller back, is going to be in here uh, kind of giving Bowers a break. Kind of interesting dynamic there. Dance is going to he's going to operate on the power M here as he goes right to left. High snap, and he's going to try to get what he can get. He's going to be stopped, dropped in the backfield on his side of the 50, back to the west 49-yard line, and Coach Hunt quickly calls his second timeout. Let's jump down to the sideline to Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, you can cut the intensity with a knife. This team, this defense, the heart, I can't, I can't explain it, buddy. Yeah, fellas, I mean, just this sideline over here is just intense. The team's trying to will this defense. They say, come on, give us one more. Uh, offensively, you know, the players have been there. We just got to execute. There's a couple of fingertip balls that has cost us some big plays tonight. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, but really uh, just having a chance here late in this football game, that's a lot of work put in by a lot of young men. Uh, a battle-tested bunch, but really a uh, – uh, an undergunned bunch, is, as Coach Hunt has said, but, man, they fought their tails off tonight. Yeah, fellas, I know. We were just joking about here on the sideline. It's uh, deja vu, Mama, all over. Uh, hopefully this time we'll get this big stop here on third down, give our offense one more chance. Absolutely, Chris. We'll be right back to you. Yeah, Hippie said it the last two weeks, two minutes left to go. You got one score left to go. Yeah, I think, you know, the, you, you want to – you don't want to let the, the, the central game – kind of impact you, but I think tentative there on that last series, you just want another shot to get it. 2.16 to play, back on play. Third down, 12 to go. Again, need a stop here. It's going to be a low snap to Dance. He's going to hand it to Bowers. Bowers is going to pick his way around. He's going to get caught at the line of scrimmage and pushed out of bounds. No gain. It will be fourth 
They're going to say fourth and 12 here, and looks like we've done it, Ben. We've turned them back. That's a Delosier Auction Company uh, defensive stop, and it gives us a chance to maybe maybe get something here. Great job over there on that perimeter by Hutton Jones. He waxes on and waxes off and gets the backfield, makes a nice tackle. Timeout by the Red Rebels. Let's take one with them. Maybe the last time out of the game you're listening to Rebel Radio and the Delosier. <laughs> Let's just take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Delosier Realty and Auction asks, why auction? Many people, when selling property or settling a parent's or grandparent's estate, choose Delosier Realty and Auction. But why an auction? Because Delosier does it all for you. From organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing, just give Delosier the keys and they'll come take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and Auction in Maryville. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week and on 95.7 Duke FM. Intensity just got the best of me going out of break there, Ben. But in pump formation will be Knox West deep for the Red Rebels. Will be number 89, Colton Faust. He is going to call for the fair catch. It's going to come his way, and it is going to touch the Red Rebels, and it is going to be falling on by Knox West. That is not what you needed, Ben. It, it really, you thought it was coming. It hung up just an extra second, fell a yard short of him, and it caught his, his jersey. Very quick to talk to Colton Faust as Coach Hunt. You don't want to lose, the, you don't want to lose confidence. you got to talk him through it. Again, it was one of those deals you didn't want it to bounce. He wanted to give his offense every yard he could have, and right there, just a miscue uh, that, that's going to maybe – it's going to dictate the end of this one. No timeouts for the Red Rebels, under two to play, 159, and West is coming out with a whole new set of uh, confidence there. It is going to be – it's going to be dance all the way. Looks like they're going to go – they're going to go into victory formation. Dance will step back two steps, kind of try to waste some clock, and then he'll knee it down after about a four-yard, five-yard loss. And that is going to be um, – it's going to bring up second and long. But, again, they are just trying to keep this clock moving, not put it in harm's way, definitely not hand it off. I don't know that there's anything we can do, Ben. As a freshman, it is very difficult to play varsity football. Uh, so, in defense of Colton Faust, when you get out there and you're playing in a big game like this, a lot of pressure is on you, and he will learn from this. He'll be fine. Well, and there's been a lot of injuries that's put him out there, and you know what? He stood up. He said, yes, sir, I'll go out there. That was his second one. He wanted to, like I said, keep his Rebels in front of the sticks, didn't want to give it that big bounce, and it's just it's just something that we're going to learn from. But, yeah, a lot of heart been played by these Red Rebels and really – you, you got to tip your hat. A lot of fight. All we say is give us a chance late in a ball game. We had that chance. And just West, opportunistic on special teams, turn this one away. It's going to be third down uh, and even longer. Uh, they've backed this one away. It's, uh, it is now third and 22. Third and 22, but under a minute to play, under 45 seconds to play next time by. Their student section is, is getting hype. Uh, they're going to they're gonna have their night. And uh, the Rebels are going to fall to 2-2, two and two, uh, under 35 to play. Dance is going to not dance around. He's going to get that one down. It will be fourth down and long, but that's the last time he's going to have to snap it. 
Play clock doesn't desire to have another snap, and Coach Hunt is going to walk to meet Coach Lamar Brown. Victorious are the Knox Rebels over our Red Rebels at a score, final score of 21 to 14 as the clock continues to count down. Uh, Coach Hunt, respectful as always, goes over and congratulates Coach Lamar Brown. Both teams fought their tails off. I thought both were respectful of each other. And at the end of the night, just more horses on the Knox West Rebels sideline uh, with the injuries that we've had. Yeah, there was, it was well fought on both sides, very evenly fought ball game. We talked about it in the pregame show. The team that makes the fewest mistakes will win the game. Came down to the end of the ball game, and outcome goes to West High School. Yeah, West continued to fight, even though we found momentum really at every turn. Uh, had a lot of opportunities late in this football game to try to tie it up, try to put some pressure on West and see who cracks first. And ultimately, uh, they did a good job of staying stern and getting what they needed to do to get out of here with a win. Uh, you got to tip your hat to a really good West football team, but you got to tip your hat to the heart of our Red Rebels. Man, they fought their tails off. We're going to talk about that in the uh, in the postgame show, but ultimately uh, tonight, just not our night. West is going to get the victory, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll kind of regroup. We'll get right, and we'll talk in the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show. Let's take a break, listen to a couple great sponsors. When we come back, we'll unfold this 21-14 West Rebels victory right here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. We'll be right back. You're listening, 95.7 Duke FM. If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to Junkie Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junkie Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junkie Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junkie Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Land Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at DickensSupply.com. Kadoonza. 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 Unusual name, exceptional service. On your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Kadoonza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call 246-6569 or Kadoonza.com. K-A-D-U-N-Z-A.com. Kadunza is a proud sponsor of the Maryville Rebels. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Oh 
And welcome in to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Ben, final score 21-14 to 14 in favor of Knox West. But really, tail of the tape is just opportunities when needed. West found ways to get it, and we, we did not. And, and that's just a young football team that has a good amount of injuries tonight. And it's just where we're sitting here early in 2023. But if you look at it, scoreboard reached 21 to 14. Final stats: 39 rushes for 118 yards for the Red Rebels, 160 yards through the air for a total 68 total plays, 278 for the West Rebels. Really, defensively is the is where we were successful tonight. 34 carries for 138 on the ground, 75 passing yards for a total of 44 plays for 213 yards. Really kept them, kept them in check once they got in, in the red zone, except for their three scores here tonight. Looking at the, the rushing category, Price Davis does lead rushing, 22 carries, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Graham Coulter, the other rusher, 17 touches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, in the receiving category, Zeke McCoy led two catches, 54 yards. Zeke probably more effective on defense tonight. Poured his heart out tonight. Britton Barrett, five catches for 37. Eli Elkins, two for 32. Manu, one for 11. Beyblade, one for 11. And Price Davis, two for 11. So, again, a lot of people trying to help out the Rebels to get back. Uh, on the west side, Marshawn Bowers really was the tail for the rushing category, 21 touches, 111, and two touchdowns. And then Thad Sterling led receiving two catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, the stats, I was elated by the last three drives from the West High School football team that the, our defense stopped them. So, and again, like you said, we had more total offensive yardage on the on the evening. Yeah, it's it's just one of those deals. We battled. We put ourselves in a position to get an opportunity and just when things kind of shook out, we, we didn't come out on the upper hand of it. And really, historically, that's been our calling card is we always continue to fight and get that opportunity. We got the opportunity tonight, and it just wasn't to be. But got to love the fight of these young men. Uh, emotionally, you know, I think you're drained at the end of this game because you wanted so badly for at home these kids to come back and do things that they've done in the past, is come back, win football games. But you get, like I said, that's not all against us. That's in favor of Knox West. They're a really good football team. They're reigning 5A state champs, and they're that for a reason. They came out here tonight, had great players, performed well. Yeah, going into the locker room at halftime, we were down 14-7. to West was getting the football, so your back's against the wall. And again, Maryville comes out of the locker room with a lot of intensity, works themselves back into the ball game, and puts themselves in position to win the ball game with two minutes left to go. Yeah, I, I think, you know, that's all you can ask for, just not to be tonight. 21-14, to 14, the final here in the uh, Dickens Turf and Landscape postgame show. But uh, we do have a Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game to name. We will do that. Uh, but we do need to look around, see some final scores, hopefully, uh, around our area. Fourth quarter, West Green 18, Eagleton 21. Eagleton close to that first TSSAA victory. Morristown East, East 28, William Blunt 38. That's a fourth quarter score. Cleveland 43, Farragut 21. That's a fourth quarter score. Heritage 17, Powell 47. That's a fourth quarter score. In the second quarter in Middle Tennessee, Antioch 0, Oakland 35. And then Bradley Central wins 35 to nothing over Walker Valley. 
And again, the the lone final from yesterday coming into tonight was uh, Alcoa and Greenville. A no contest as weather really shut that game down and caused it to be a no contest. Was seven all uh, with a, just a couple minutes left in the first half when the game was called, just due to weather and really no 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 end in sight for the the rest of the the late night already. So a lot to be had there. But Eagleton looking to get to their first win. William Blunt looking to get to four and zero again. Coach Reeves has worked hard. to to kind of turn that one around, probably on the shoulders of Brett Cortez, if I had to guess. Uh, He's a heck of a player there for for the Governors. But tonight, just not our night. The West Rebels get the best of the Red Rebels, 21-14 here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. But let's take a break, listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game right here in the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show, 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Marivel. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at denzocareers.com slash Marivel and start crafting your future today. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law LawFirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-382-0500. 
765-681-6040. El Himador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Welcome back to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Uh, ben, uh, a lot of good gritty candidates uh, to be the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. A, a lot to that you could really look to. It's got to be off that defense, I think, just continued time after time in the second half to give us a chance, give us a shot. And uh, and we're really trying to get hips down there uh, to get, uh, get our guy lined up. But uh, I think it's got to be – uh, Zeke McCoy played both sides of the football, uh, had a really nice catch down the seam uh, that ended up probably ending his night. Uh, hopefully uh, just a tweak there at the end of that play, but on defense too, just just sold out, played his heart out. Yeah, Zeke, uh, he is the Zeke of all trades. He punts, he catches, and he covers very well in that safety position. In the second half, our passing yardage went up 71 yards to West 12. Um, and a lot of that had to do with Zeke McCoy's performance in the ballgame. Yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, we talk about second-half adjustments, uh, seven apiece in the second half. Uh, Rebels scored seven. West scored seven. So, I mean, you really – the defense kept us in a, in a position to have an opportunity to take some momentum back. It just wasn't in the cards tonight. Like I said, West came with a great game plan. Uh, that's why they're the reigning 5A state champs. But ultimately, uh, that defense, man, it's going to be a calling card late in the season. We're not going to be injured all year. We're not going to be injured forever. Uh, we just got to continue to weather these storms and get through what we're going through uh, and get to some big wins. Yeah, and Coach Hunt talked about it in the preseason that there was only one returning starter on defense. And we talked about it in the pregame show. There are five returning starters on this West 5A state championship football team, and two of them are seniors. So this is a very good sign for the defensive side of the football, Maribel High School. Well, and I think, you, you know, um, I think you've seen it at a lot of different levels, pro level, college level. Sometimes getting youth out there early is not always a bad thing. It may be not a, a great thing today. But down the road, when they've played 15 more games than the next sophomore or the next junior we're talking about, that's the difference. They're going to be game ready. Their clock's going to move a lot faster, and it's going to help our football team down the road. It's tough to deal with right now, but ultimately uh, they fought their tails off in spite of some injuries and in spite of really a good football team on the other side. Yeah, we got a lot of young talent on that defense. Some of them performed very well tonight. We called Mason Ball number 20 his number. He's a sophomore. Sophomore, you like that? <laughs> uh, five foot ten, 170 pounds, and I felt like he was in the backfield all night and just giving dance fits. 
Yeah, Ben channeling his inner uh, his inner Bobby Denton there as uh, the sophomore came out. But uh, <laughs> but no, I, I you can go down this list uh, of just different players that really uh, had an opportunity to do some things and did it. Cohen Beyblay, I thought they trusted him a little bit on offense. A sophomore, 5'11", 185, that really got got everything out of that frame. One stat that Coach Hunt is going to drive to his team come Monday. They had one penalty for 15 yards in the first half. Second half, six penalty. They had five five additional penalties uh, for 35 for 32 yards. Had to do my math real quick there. Ken Main was correcting me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we're going to jump down to our sideline guy, Mr. Chris Hibbs. He's been on the on the the trail all night long, working hard for us, uh, Chris. What you got going down there? And maybe Chris is done working for the night. <laughs> I think he's actually looking for our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Typically, we have them come to to the press box, but just just with the 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 way they fought all night long, uh, you know, we we want uh, we don't want them extra. So looks like Chris is ready now. Chris, uh, how you doing? All right, must be having some technical difficulties with our with our sideline, either headphones or microphone. But uh, we'll try to get down there just shortly. But, uh, but Ben, I think a lot can be said. I think we fought our tails off. We did a lot of good things. But at the end of the day, 21-14, to 14, fall to 2-2 two and two on, the, on the, the season. But nobody's going to wait for, for Maryville to get this, get back on track. you got to go back to work. got to get some things going. you got another home game next week, so I think that helps us not having to get on the road. Uh, but what do you hope to see uh, coming out of tonight's matchup? Well, you, whenever you play two top teams in the state of Tennessee, you know, fi- arguably the 5A re- um, reigning competitive champ, and then you also played Bradley Central, who they have some really splash playmakers out there. You hope to learn a lot, and you hope to, you hope to make a strong run in uh, region play. All right, I think we've got Mr. Hips ready now. Hey, Hips, do you, do you have our player of the game ready? Hey, guys, I'm down here with Mr. Zeke McCoy. Let me uh, hand it over to him. All right. How's it going, Zeke? Doing good. Hey, Zeke, hey, appreciate it, man. Uh, we tried to come to you. I know you, you worked your, yourself, you know, kind of to death tonight, really worked your way hard on both sides of the football. Uh, tough night, not always fun to walk off after a loss, but, but man, you, you were a shining spot for tonight on defense and on also – the biggest catch of the night down the seam. Uh, how how'd you feel about tonight's performance? I feel like we did good as a team. You know, uh, we got in the red zone a lot and didn't convert. But other than that, as a team, we did great. Played our played really hard. And absolutely, West is a really well well coached football team. A lot of athletes on that side. But but you guys didn't blink. You you came to battle. You pushed it upfield a lot of different times. Really, really, you earned the award tonight on your defensive performance. What was Wes throwing at you that allowed you to be successful on the defensive side of the football? I mean, they did a lot over there, but um, we just watched some good film, knew what they were doing, and uh, ran upfield and made plays on the run game and made sure to drop back on the pass game. Hey, Zeke, this is Ben, buddy. You had a great game tonight. I call you the Zeke of all trades because you punt, you play safety, and then you're also playing wide receiver. So I'm curious how practice looks like for you. Do you do you show up and you do a little bit of defense to start out practice, and then Coach White's like, hey, I need you to go over and punt about 10 balls real quick. How does that, how does that work for you? 
Well, usually we start out uh, the practice with uh, specialists like kicking and stuff like that, but it's just going nonstop. We have a break period in between our offense and defense time. That's about my only break in practice, though. Well, Zeke, uh, I know you're you're worn out. Like I said, poured it out on the line for 48 minutes tonight, and that's why you're our, this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. You held the 5A state champs to just north of 200 yards total offense. Bowers, that running back, he's gonna he's gonna get that himself some nights here this season. So tip our hats to you, the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. You've got that swag bag down there, so so kind of rep that, and then kind of you've earned that one tonight. But also, you'll be our next week's Smoky or you'll be our next week's Red Hot Minute uh, brought to you by Underground Connections. Uh, Zeke, as, as always, our, our player of the game gets to help us end tonight's broadcast. Are you down for that? Of course. Basically, I'll, I'll come to an end. I'll say if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be, so, be safe, and, yes, go Rebels. When I say go Rebels, let's yell, go Rebels, okay? All right. The Rebels have fallen here in week number four to the West Rebels, 21-14. to 14. It's a tough-fought night, but I'm still proud to be a Red Rebel. Final score from Maryville High School, Maryville 21, or Maryville 14, Knox West 21. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that makes this broadcast possible. The great administration at Maryville High School and athletic director, Landon Harris, thanks to all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks. Thanks to the commander of calculus, Mr. Ken Main, for the up-to-minute stats each and every week. A special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and Zeke McCoy, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels! Rebels! Run like a rebel! Run like a rebel!